getting funky with the guys on Geek Vibe. Try to stay alive until we jive. Try to get with the dive, but that's okay. Keep on getting crazy every day. Keep our nation, yo, the sensation. It's alright if you like, and I what? Keep on coming with the news. It's okay until you're blue. And now that's through. Geek Vibe. Geek Vibe's live. Motherfucker. Oh. Hey, Bubs. This is Cal Dodd. You're now listening to Geek Vibes Live. Hello, hello, everyone out there in Geek Vibe Nation. Hey, sorry about the uh, difficulties that we had starting up the show. Some technical errors. No big deal. But we got a whole show for you, waiting for the guys to connect. So basically, I'm just going to stay on here and... uh you know, kind of improvise a little bit, maybe do some comedy. Hope everyone's having a great week, uh, just with a bunch of comic book movie news. You know, it's been kind of slow. We do have some stuff to talk about, and then uh, we're going to go from there. So we uh, hope that you guys enjoy, as always. And if you want to give a call and uh, maybe talk to us, ask a question, it's 929-477-3781. And I think that we have uh, Jawan on the line, uh, and, and that would mean Joel, too. Because uh, they're Batman and Robin. Um, hey guys, uh, thanks for joining us. We got this thing going on, right? Uh, yeah, as best as we can. Um, if we sound a little choked up, I think it's that fixed. It sounded like something Aquaman might say in the ocean, but I think I understood what you're saying. Uh, how's it going, uh, Joel? Hold on, he's he's here. Hold on, we're trying to get this kind of guy. Uh, ran a little bit, and we'll we'll be right back. All right, uh, I'll keep on improvising. I'm gonna put you guys on mute. Just give me a heads up. Let me know when to turn you back on. It sounds like you're in a wind tunnel, Joe. Just to warn you. That's why I'm putting you on mute. So just like message me when it's uh you know time for the fun. And uh, hopefully Nick will be called in at some point, or I'm gonna kill him. All right. Well. Anyways. So it doesn't matter, you know. It's just it's a, it's me on the mic. Uh, it's a fun time. It's actually probably a very very bad idea to just put me on the mic and let me talk. But uh, you know, we're gonna do that whole thing. And uh, they're trying to figure out their end. Uh, a little bit of uh, some technical issues, and uh, soon we'll be getting to the news, guys. So uh, yeah, hope everyone's doing well. Um, let's see, what can we just talk about? Just random stuff, you know. Uh, we always we always talk about comics, which makes sense. It has to do with our uh, a wonderful, uh, you know, love and passion. Uh, today, actually, I got very, very uh, sweaty and, and, and uh, definitely triggered at a conversation piece that was started by, well, the one and only Corey, uh, of course, the king of controversy himself, a good buddy of the group, but definitely likes to make some debates. And uh, the uh, thing basically pertains to Jared Leto not being basically a efficient joker. Uh, basically, his interpretation based off a small amount of screen time that he got just wasn't good enough for a lot of people out there. And I, I, I understand to an extent, you know, it's very hard to follow up an amazing performance from Heath Ledger. Uh, you know, Karen Monaghan's doing an amazing job as Jerome on uh, Gotham. And, and Jack Nicholson's also a very, very hard person to go back on. Then there's Mark Hamill, you know, the person that people consider the real Joker, if you will. So uh, there's so many different interpretations. I just know based on the comic books that when it comes to Cameron Monaghan, um, 
he is very much a mixture and a hodgepodge of different jokers. Uh, he's definitely got certain things that he does, uh, like Cesar Romero, certain mannerisms. Uh, his smile is straight off of Jack Nicholson's face. So is the way he says certain things. The flexion of his voice has very much a Heath Ledger style to it. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he, he emphasizes that laugh, that, 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 that's something that I think he's on the level, not, not exactly like him, but on that level of Mark Hamill. So it, it's, it's, it's easy to uh, see out of the two modern Jokers, if you will, the TV one and the movie one, it's, it's a hard comparison. But do I not want to see Jared Leto as a Joker anymore? Of course not. Uh, actually, before anything was chosen, he was my number one pick. Um, I thought that he was a phenomenal actor. I mean, he just came off his Oscar for the Dallas Buyers Club for Best Supporting Actor. And I just seen him in so many movies that I really liked him. Now, some people don't think he's that great of an actor. I, you know, I tend to disagree. Uh, but, you know, that's uh, neither here nor there. I'm just basically trying to say to you guys that I want to see Jared Leto uh, give off more performance. Uh, I, I think that he has a hell of a lot of potential. Um, he's got just a lot of good things working for him, uh, being an actor and just trying to get so method about it. Uh, a lot of his stuff got cut out. And you got to realize that with the movie itself, it was cut. The final cut was a trailer slash music video company that did the last recut. David Ayer wasn't even allowed to do the last recut. Not a lot of people know that. Very frustrating. I think DC's backed away from that to an extent. So there was like at least an hour on the cutting room floor that, you know, uh, it was it was just different. Um, so now I, I guess since I'm on the uh, conversation, uh, based on what we we're talking about. Uh, Juwan, uh, you and Joel are there. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been hearing me, but this is based on a conversation that was started on Facebook about, uh, do you think that uh, Jared Leto is a bad Joker, or would you like to see him recast going forward another movie? Juwan. I mean, we saw him for like five seconds. How can we deem he's a, a bad Joker or a good Joker? I'll tell you this, from the little bit that we've seen, he is the most comic-accurate Joker um, everyone else has kind of been like more of a, a director's take on what they assume the Joker to be, more so than just going off of the comics, um, which I always thought was just the easiest way to do it. Just go off the comics. That's pretty much like your exact way on how to go about the character. Um, he's the most comic accurate Joker that we've had outside of, of course, Mark Hamill's animated version. Right. Um, but we haven't seen enough to declare him the best. We haven't seen enough to declare him the worst. Right. He's in the movie for all of, like, maybe 20 minutes. Anybody's calling him the worst because they don't like the way he looks. Exactly. Oh, and no, I'm sorry. They just don't exactly. Like and if you don't like his tattoos, exactly. I just want to let you know, outside of the forehead tattoo, right. there is a version of Joker that is riddled with tattoos, or at least on his back, a huge dragon tattoo. Right, right, right. So we need to cut this out with the whole Joker never has tattoos. Majority of the time, Joker doesn't have, like, his shirt off. So we don't know what the hell is under (laughs) under the Joker's clothes. Exactly. Exactly. So to me, cut it out. That was a very fresh take on Joker. And he actually, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shit, forgot the director's name. He actually blended a bunch of Jokers. Yes, David Ayer, thank you. He blended a bunch of Jokers. It made one Joker, but they were all comic-accurate versions that he blended into one Joker. Um, we keep putting Heath Ledger's Joker on this high pedestal, 
but his Joker was based off anarchy, and we know Joker is not an anarchist. He 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 has a very um, detailed plan that always revolves around Batman because of Batman. Like he's Ledger's Joker. Um, didn't fall in the in the thing of acid. Nope. He didn't have a long-standing rivalry with Batman was, stemming from falling into the acid. Right. He didn't have the Red Hood origin. No. So that was not the comic version of Joker. That was more so um, uh, Christopher Nolan's interpretation of a modern version of Joker right. if he would be yeah. catered purely to anarchy. A real-world version. Exactly. So to hate on Jared Leto because of his looks, is really dumb, and I feel as though you could use your time more constructively than that. Right. <laughs> if you want to go off of acting, okay, that's fine. But for you to say you don't like him because of his look, mm-hmm. I feel as though you need to either dig deeper into comics or find something better to do with your time. Or, Joel? I, I agree. I totally agree, because you know what? Like, I know I, it was the first time we saw the Joker... Like when they released the picture of him with mm-hmm. like that old pose holding his head. Yep. I'm like, I didn't know what to think at all because they were like, wow, he has all. And they showed the tats because he was shirtless. Mm-hmm. They showed him all these tats, and I'm like, wow, this is weird. And it took a little bit for everybody to he process it. And some people just still haven't gotten over that part. But in terms of how he portrayed the Joker, we just didn't get enough of it. But I think it was fine. I mean, I, we just didn't get a lot of it. In my opinion, his Joker was just just fine. Like we we got his interaction with Harley Quinn. We saw how he we didn't really show her. I mean, they held back because there's a lot of shit that they that they uh they cut out because uh because obviously it was probably too violent. Like the like him back slapping her. I think they added it in the in the extended cut. Yes. But um, there was a whole bunch of scenes that they had to kind of cut out for for time and. This extra shit, even though Joker should have been probably the main focus of that movie. Yeah. But in the end, I think Joker, uh, Jared Leto's portrayal was just fine. We just didn't get enough of it to get, uh, you can't say he's the best Joker because we barely got any of them, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think he's the worst Joker. Like, come on, really? I, I just feel like the whole look thing is the thing that bothers me the most. Is it not, like, common for nowadays for people, including psychotic, off the, off the brain type people to get tattoos. I love that they don't mind that that uh, Harley Hell Quinn yeah. has them because like a suicide girl type of concept like with that, that's okay. But since he did it, what the hell is this? And anyone that says like it's a grill in his mouth and don't understand their cap teeth, all that type of stuff just annoys the shit out of me. My point being no, is right. that this version of the Joker, he, he is very intense. Uh, you know, he's very much a gangster. Uh, he right. all the stuff with him and Harley, you know, the Gatling gun and stuff like that. That is straight out of the comics, and I completely agree with you guys that, you know, I I think that if Cameron Monaghan's Jerome becomes a Joker, it might be a rival for best modern Joker between the two. But they're both heavily based off the of comic books, a little bit different ways. Uh, you know, I I said that Jared Leto's is more Grant Morrison, New Fifty Two style, and you know, I guess Cameron Monaghan's from Gotham has more of that classic Mark Hamill feel that everyone knows, you know, that, that, that style. But they're the same thing. And the whole Heath Ledger thing bothers the shit out of me. It's like, I love Heath Ledger's Joker, but that was an interpretation based on the director, just like Juwan said. So I, I just want to throw that out there. Uh, we, we, we got something going on now, guys. So uh, let's get into the, uh, the news. Does that sound good? Yay. That was enthusiasm about an eight-year-old. All right, uh, the first one. Okay, this one... <laughs> This one has been updated and extended. This is, this is my favorite, okay? Kevin Feige confirms the Venom 
and all the other properties with Sony will not be connected to the MCU about a month ago. But then Amy Pascal, in an interview with Kevin Feige, confirmed Venom and Silver and Black will be a part of the MCU Spider-Man universe in front of a very confused Kevin Feige sitting on the couch. Uh, Some of the memes that they've been doing in videos, uh, I think it replaced sad Batman, basically. Now today we have both the word from Kevin Feige and Tom Holland that, no, they are not connected to Venom or... Uh, the Venom, Venom and uh, all, the, all the Sony stuff is not connected to the Spider-Man property involved with the MCU and the MCU at all. Okay, Juwan, what the fuck is going on? And it, how, much, how many different prescription pills does Amy Pascal take on a day? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to say this. I think, um, I think from her end, it was speaking it, in, speaking it into existence. No, I would hope. Um, I'd also go as far as to say... We still don't know that Venom and Tom Holland won't engage in the Sony universe. I think when she said they'll be in the MCU universe, she knows the best way to capitalize a character that maybe only a small percentage of the world knows about is to put him in the biggest um, movie universe to date, which is the MCU. So if you want people to have true interest in it, you put it where all the money is at right now. Um, but I think she was more speaking it, in, speaking it into existence. And I also feel as though Sony does have leverage enough to tell Kevin Feige, like, listen, we gave you guys um, Spider-Man to, to throw in, in Civil War that added a boost to it. You know, you're now adding Spider-Man to Infinity War. You're telling me I can't have Silver Sable and Venom in you guys' universe also? So what I think as of right now, because I just read a report, uh, Dane, um, that Kevin Feige just finished saying that um, as of now, there is no Venom in the Spider-Man universe. Oh, my God. So I think, honestly, I think, honestly, Tom Holland was told, like, dude, right now, there's no, like, dude, your movie isn't, your first movie isn't even out yet. We don't have plans for a Venom right now. Mm -hmm. But that does not mean that Venom will never be in that, in that universe. Right. So I think what she was I think maybe she was talking about something that maybe her and Kevin Feige discussed uh behind closed doors and wasn't supposed to come out. So now Kevin Feige's like, Well, you know, I'm Mr. I like to surprise everybody and you just fucked all that up. So now I have to backpedal. I don't think she's uh completely crazy. I think she's just someone who knows the best way to maximize any type of Spider Man Sony universe is to piggyback the hell out of Marvel. In the MCU, right. All right. So, Joel, um, do you agree with Jawan's theory, or do you see a, you know, um, a pass with Amy Pascal? How the email hacks happened, and she lost her job as head of Sony, and they're like, "All right, well, you're taking Amy Arad's job as head of Spider-Man, basically, in this whole production." And she says stuff that apparently is not 100% true in front of Kevin Feige without his, you know, his reaction afterwards or anything like that. Do you think that she's actually a little bit loopy in the head? I think there is a little bit of loopiness going on with her. Um, honestly, there's a lot we don't know. Because I really think what happens is they want it to, to this to happen. They want their world to still to be in the, in the MCU world, even if it's loosely connected, like the TV shows are connected to the movies. And that would be fine with me because that's honestly the best way to approach this is to have Tom Holland Spider-Man and Tom Hardy's Venom exist in the same world so we don't have to have a separate live-action Spider-Man. I don't like the idea that 
and this is probably the best way to go about it. But if you look at the MCU side of it is Sony doesn't have the best track record. We don't trust you, so we're not going to just jump into it. So I'm fine with Kevin Feige being hesitant, and maybe there's still negotiations going on about all that shit, and so and maybe Sony's just saying, like, no, we're gonna, it's going to happen eventually, right? So she just went, 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 went full throttle and said, you know what? They're in the same universe, so maybe one day they can cross paths. She didn't say it was going to happen, but she said it is possible. Yeah. And if that's what it is, if it's a loosely based parallel to the MCU that's technically on the same Earth, yeah. it's just in a different, as she said, a different location, yeah. I'm fine with that. Because if they, they're going to do it, they own the rights. They can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But and, and the MCU could say, no, fuck it, it's not ours. Like, like that's your shit. But at the same time, they're going to have to play ball at some point because they're going to use everybody. Yeah. And you, I really don't want, like, two of the same in, in live-action movies. You get what I'm saying? I mean, because, honestly, at the end of the day, Sony could pull the card and go, all right, well, fine, you don't want to play ball? Fuck it. We'll just take them back. Which I don't think benefits anybody. I think contractually they can't do that now. Contractually, <laughs> you're right. But when Until she it's says done. that Venom, right? When she says that Venom and this Tom Holland Spider-Man mm-hmm. will at some point um, cross, paths. cross paths, I think she's thinking because what you could do is remember how they they want to do just a Venom solo. Right. So who's to say by Venom's second or third movie, um, Spider-Man's trilogy isn't wrapping up? And now they can just bring him back, and he's um, fighting Tom Holland in either the second or the third movie, if it even gets that far. All I'm saying is she does have a position to where she's speaking from some sort of either position hope of power. or position of power. So to completely poo-poo what she's saying right. isn't, isn't the best way to go because, honestly, she is in that position of power to where she can then sit in the room with Kevin Feige and work something out to where we do get a Venom. Right. And honestly, I like that she says that because there's nobody on planet Earth that doesn't want Tom Hardy's Venom in the MCU where we know they will expand um, how great that, that, that potential of a Venom solo can be. And Kevin Feige did just come out and commend them for that. Yeah. Said that that's a good good move on them. Absolutely. Because they got to make something good now, you know yeah. what I mean? And we, no one here had faith that they could pull something that great uh, by themselves. Like, as soon as they casted Tom Hardy, I was like, oh, shit, MCU is teaming up with, with Sony for this. And when it was like, no, it's just Sony, I was like, there's no fucking way Kevin Feige didn't pick that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sony doesn't have that well of a track record as far as casting for these Spider-Man movies. So, but back to you, Dan. I'm sorry. Um, I just don't think we should poo-poo on it completely because she does have a position of power to where she could either influence it to happen or um, at least somehow uh, find a way for it to to fit in, even if it's very loosely. Mm -hmm. No, and I I agree with you. And it's more so that... You know, I don't know if Sony wants her talking sometimes full out yeah. the way she does. I think she was doing it as a power move to Kevin Feige, but that's not her call per se. And she's already back a couple months ago. She was the one that said, oh, yeah, as soon as she told us that basically once the whole, you know, when Spider-Man's contract ends, uh, you know, he's probably going to go back and they haven't renegotiated and there's no that we don't know if he'll be involved with the Marvel films past his contract. That was not known, and Sony executives got pissed off at her for telling that in a press conference. She just seems to, you know, for someone that is kind of like at their last end of their legs in Sony, that she kind of does this quite often. But, 
you know, she was basically doing a power move. I don't think she's pumping volumes while powdering her nose in reality. I don't think she's loopy. I just think that she kind of maybe should take a, a step back, but you're right, Sony definitely has them in their grasp. All right, so we also learned, guys, that the Venom movie uh, will include Carnage as the villain. Um, so basically, how do you feel about this news, and who would you personally like to see play Cletus Cassidy? Let's, let's cast this a little bit. Uh, Joel. Oh, I'm excited. I mean, I guess it was kind of inevitable. <laughs> like, I think it, it was bound to happen, I guess. I'm excited, though. Uh, they, they go together, Venom and Carnage, like peanut butter and jelly. You got to have it, right? Mm-hmm. So who do I want to see is Carnage. Mm-hmm. I still got Walton Goggins as my favorite. And I think, I don't know, this is totally off of the fact that he was basically the same character in Predators. I don't know if you ever seen Predators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly how I imagined Cletus Cassidy would be. So there you go. That's why I like Walton Goggins mm-hmm. for Carnage. All right, Jawan, how do you feel, and who would you like to see play the evil murderer? Well, a year ago, and Dane, you're a witness to this, a year ago, when we first started our our Twitter, I had tweeted to a certain gentleman named Cameron Monaghan, and I tweeted to him saying, you are what I imagine Carnage being. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we have to restrict Carnage to a certain age because we know Tom Hardy's age. Um, we could have a young Carnage. There is nowhere where it states we cannot have a young Carnage because we've never seen it before. Isn't an excuse? Um, is not a viable excuse on why someone couldn't be creative enough to make that great of an actor work for being Carnage because of age. Um, but if someone was telling me that I was restricted to being around Tom Hardy's age. Um, I'm definitely going with Dexter himself. Um, shit, forgot his name. Drew a blank. Uh, <laughs> Michael C. Hall. Uh, yeah, Michael C. Hall. Um, he to me Michael. is he to me from what he did in Dexter screams carnage. Fucking love Dexter. It screams carnage. It seems like the way that show ended the season before, not the actual finale of of the last season because right. that season was was god awful. The season before, if you had ended it on that. And then you would work symbiote into it. <laughs> There's your carnage. Um, but if I had to choose, Cameron would be my, my, my first pick. I like how you covered your ass with the youth thing. You know people are going to come at you. People are going to come at me about the youth. <laughs> but to me, I don't think that that should – as a director, you don't ever like to take a job where someone's telling you you have to work within these confines. As a director, you want the ability to be able to create something completely your own. And if Christopher Nolan can get a goddamn pass for not giving us an accurate Joker, you can't tell me that I can't have and not giving us an accurate goddamn Bane. <laughs> that. What are you talking about? <laughs> so if he can get a pass for that, you can't tell me that we can't get Cameron because of age. I think that's bullshit. And it would work because you'd have someone around the same age as your Spider-Man. So it'd really be something really weird because then you could reverse it. Remember how Eddie was more so of like a friend to, to Peter? No. Cause he was well, he's the bully. I'm sorry. The bully. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, Flash was the bully. Eddie was a dick. Eddie was the dick. <laughs> you could have Carnage maybe being that dick since obviously Eddie is nowhere near going to be in the same <laughs> circle as Peter. Yeah, no. So you could then spin it that, uh, spin it that way. It was a coworker. Right. Right. <laughs> 
So all I'm saying is that would be my two uh, two picks. I know I'm not supposed to pick two, but Cameron was my pick. And as Joel said, people are going to shit on me because of age. Yeah, but, Dane, what's your pick? Uh, I love both the picks that you guys had. I think those are great ideas. Um, I, I'm between two people, too, at this time. Uh, either Cillian Murphy, uh, someone suggested that. And, you know, I think that he's such an incredible actor. I mean, Inception. He was he was a scarecrow in Batman Begins, 28 Days Later. Yeah. You guys know him, obviously. And then Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. I think both of them cool. could embody that so psychotic killer and really just overemphasize the character and play off uh, Tom Hardy so really many. well. Tom Hardy's actually going to be in that one war movie from Christopher Nolan. I forgot what it's called. It's, it's uh, tip of my tongue. Uh, but they're, yes, Dunkirk, Dunkirk, where they're both going to be in it. And, um, you know, I think that also Aaron Paul could do a good job, and I wish I could see him in a role like this so it could jumpstart his career as an actor because I think he's a good actor. But, um, dude, yeah. just thinking about Christopher Nolan, just off the top of my head, directing a rated R Venom movie that's like military based with Carnage as the serial killer villain just blew my own mind. And I was thinking about that while you guys were talking, but uh, yeah, those are my choices. Uh, I, I guess. Um, how did you, oh my God. How, how, yeah. I, I can't even, I, I just processed that. And I was like, my God, no one would make it, especially if it was silly Murphy and oh. Tom Hardy, both two <laughs> actors he's loves to work with. Holy shit. Uh, no more Nolan movies that he has to work with uh, choreography, though. Yeah, no more. Yeah, no more of that. Oh, you didn't you didn't like the, the whatever fucking mom's uh, aerobic session that uh, apparently Rajah Gould taught all of his guys? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, high no. knees, high knees. Everybody. Especially when you, the most basic, <laughs> most basic move yeah. is out of his repertoire, kicking. No kicking. It's literally just like elbowing and, and punching in the face. Yeah, yeah no, no, no more punch fighting. No more choreography. <laughs> no more choreography for that guy. He's always in crunch position. Keep He's in choreography pris- uh, prison right now. Yeah, I, I just I, I don't get it. I never have. All right, so let's see. Uh, let's keep on going on this news, guys. Uh, so this is another thing that, that scares me because I have no idea – which universe it's going to be connected to, the MCU or the Sony universe, but Craven and Mysterio uh, movies are being oh, considered. Sure. I've also heard that Craven might be the villain to Silver and Black. There's a rumor about that. How would you guys feel uh-huh. if it's not connected, if, if, if Tom Holland's now not going to also meet Mysterio and Craven along with Carnage and Venom? Jawan, does that bother you? Um, well, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't... Um, first be all, completely don't honest. I don't buy him being the villain in the Silver, and Black. the Silver and Black movie. Um, that's more of like a hammerhead villain you want to go for for something like that. Um, but there's no way the MCU um, doesn't grab those guys. Main reason why is because MCU uh, gave us a huge um, kind of like disclaimer on where they were heading to as far as his villains when they went as far as to make Vulture, uh, Vulture right. his first villain. They were letting you know, right? And they're teasing Scorpion. And they're teaching, uh, teasing Scorpion. I'm sorry. So they were letting you know right off the bat that they're not going with the same villains you saw the last two times, right? The last two franchises. So I think Mysterio is the way to go. Right. Craven's the way to go. Right. Hammerhead's the way to go. Mm -hmm. Um, Scorpion's the way to go. So they were letting you know, like, listen, you've seen that before. You've been through that before. No one wants to keep seeing that. You guys want new villains. And I think Kevin Feige has his ear to the ground enough to know 
that we want to see these newer villains. So there's no way him and Sony don't sit down and, and just say, like, listen, if we add this fucking Venom to your world like this fucking chick keeps wanting us to do, mm. let us have Craven. Let us go get Gerard Butler and let us make him uh, our Craven. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't think in any reality that... Gerard Butler would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that in any reality those those villains aren't used in the MCU in some capacity. All right, so, Joel, going going by what Juwan says, which is what I completely agree with him, because we do need new villains within the Spider-Man stuff, but if it, we if we were to take the rumors in as fact at this point, and they do have at least Kraven over there, does that mean we're probably going to be seeing Doc Ock and Green, Lan- or Green Lantern, uh, Green Goblin pop <laughs> up again with the MCU uh, Spider-Man movies? Uh, what do you think about all this? I hope if they are, I don't, look, I have no interest in seeing a Mysterio or Craven solo movie at all. I want to see them, but I want to see them, I don't want to see them by themselves in a movie. Hold on. Uh, what? You wouldn't want to see it if they involved, uh, uh, Craven-wise, if they involved um, White Tiger? No. No? No. I want, no, no. no. I want Craven with Spider-Man. No, I don't disagree. I was just saying, I might be interested in that if we get a White Tiger. I don't see, I don't see the purpose. And White Tiger is a Marvel character, so it's like, again, you're going to try to cross-pollinate, and we might see White Tiger in the in the Defenders universe. So let's... You won't let go of that. <laughs> Brian, right, I'm sorry. It might happen. It might <laughs> let go of that shit, Joel. I'm not let go, bro. You never know. I'm and just saying, when we asked Chao, he didn't answer. But no, go ahead. No, he did it. Guys, we got well, you know, Joel, <laughs> Joel, I really love that idea, but I kind of don't want it to happen. But uh, keep on going. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. I don't want White Tiger with <laughs> – no, I don't want Craven by himself. I don't want Mysterio by himself. I want their okay. – I want his villains to be with Spider-Man. Let, let me be devil's advocate and ask and say this to both of you guys. What if Craven is actually a potential villain? They show – in silver and black, and he's establishing that, and they do the last hunt where Spider-Man coincidentally wore his all-black costume, but he's actually going after Venom, and he's actually the second villain within the Venom series. Uh, if, if, if they were to do that, would you be okay with that, or is that something you definitely don't want to see? It has to be connected. Joel. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joel. <laughs> I uh, prefer it to be with Spider-Man. But if they did something slick like that, I'd be kind of open to it. <laughs> like, like, ah, okay, I see what you did there, you motherfuckers. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's creative. You're giving me too much credit, Jane. Um, I put yeah, I'd it, like it. I'd it like just that. seems like they're not going to do the last hunt with, with Tom Holland. I mean, I would love them to, but it seemed like if they're going to do that adult story, maybe they would do that with that character. I don't know. Juwan? I just, I don't see any way, because you'd have to dumb down Venom then. Because cause when, when you look at the, the power of Venom, uh-huh. and you're telling me that Craven is giving Venom a run for his money, right. you'd have to establish Craven as this extreme badass that he wasn't even in the comics. I mean, because when it came to Spider-Man, I understand that. Spider-Man was like a kid. So that's more understood that this hunter with years of experience could take down someone that's a kid, right. that's new to his power, stuff like that. But when you're talking Venom, I'd have to know the story of Venom. Has he been Venom for a while? Is it? Is he just starting off as Venom? Does he have a military background? We'll you know what I'm saying? So I I just, if, if, if he does have a military background, I don't see how you're telling me that he's beating 
someone with the symbiote yeah. or even coming close well, to it. Well, like, there's two factors. We don't know what kind of venom we're getting, and we right. don't know what kind of craven we're going to get. And that's all I'm saying. But, yeah. Dane, if, if I'm playing into the scenario that you're giving, um, I, I don't have an issue with it. I just think that there's – it's one of those things where it's like – when you have two alpha males in wrestling, and it's like, all right, well, you know this is about to end in a countout because there's no way they're going to put one over the other. <laughs> Who's getting disqualified? Exactly. Who's getting disqualified because you're not putting one over the other? So, I mean, that's how I look at it. But if I'm playing by your scenario, because I don't want to be that guy that tries to create a whole other uh, reality to outside of what you were asking. He's a liar. He I'd be exactly what he was planning on doing. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be completely fine with it. Because, like I said, it, it'll play to what Craven we see, what Venom we see. So, I mean, if, if the Venom we see isn't this military guy, no. and he's purely this guy who gets the symbiote. No, and that's, right. And that's, well, no. <laughs> Hell no. Never so that again. How hard is this a photographer? <laughs> Um, oh my god! I'm hoping straight military. I, I would like Splash Thompson since he's already you know cast with Tom Holland's crew, and this is a military story, and that's where Tom Hardy is. How they how they connect it? If they connect it, that's that's another uh, thing altogether. But I would love they if they use Carnage and then Craven, kind of like a Predator movie, like the first Predator, the good one basically, like that type of concept and. and and uh, kind of keep it dark, army based, but sci-fi at the same time. Obviously, the first one's gonna be rated R. I don't know. I'm just trying to play with the shit they're giving me. The literal shit they're giving me with this fucking. Figure out what the fuck you're doing, Amy Pascal. Figure out what the fuck you're doing, Kevin Feige. I'm done with the shit, okay? If it's just like it's 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 the uh, Netflix crew, I'm okay with that. I, I I can deal. But I would like to know what the fuck is going on. Anyways, all right, so uh, we have the last bit of news from Sony uh, involving two guys that we'll talk about later on. Um, all right, so Lauren and Miller's animated Spider-Man movie as Marshall Mar- – God damn it, and I usually fucking do it right. Marshala Ali uh, – I just fucked it up. And Atlanta's Brian Tyree Henry to the movie. I, I believe Ali is playing the same role that coincidentally um, uh, Donald Glover's playing, the Prowler, uh, his uncle, yes. Miles Morales' uncle. Yeah. Uh, so, how do you guys like that? You, you want me to say his name again? Mahershala Ali, I think that's it. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, um, I feel better about it. You... Juwan, I fucked up okay. his name. How do you feel about that? Um, well, I don't know him personally, so I'm fine with you fucking up his name. Um, but no. Damn. Uh, <laughs> no, but all, all jokes aside. Damn. Um, <laughs> Stop hyping this shit, Joel. Instigator. Um, but no, all jokes aside, um, this is great news. I mean, I think he's going to become, like, what we imagine of Idris Elba, like that strong, powerful voice, mm-hmm. um, Ali is becoming. Um, so I'm really excited to see him in more um, animated work where we can hear that strong voice. Right. And I'm really interested in seeing him in more of this universe where we could see that, that presence more so than just the voice. Right. But this is great news. This is really great news. Um, yeah, but they got some Atlanta flavor in this movie. You got some um, what's his name? I can't remember. What was his name in, in Atlanta? Who? Tyree. Oh, his Tyree. name. Tyree. Now that you put me on the side, uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Yes. What was his name in the show though? You, uh, I don't know. You never watched the show? No, I watched it later. I just don't remember. Paperboy, right? Paperboy. Yeah. Paperboy. Paper All right. Boy. So for people that don't know, it's Brian Tyree Hill. 
is Paperboy on Atlanta. Yes, so Donald Glover's creator. Right, and he'll be playing the voice of Miles' father. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Marshall Marsh- Holly will be <laughs> will be playing uh, the Prowler. We don't know if he's going to be Prowler. I know it's not that. Don't... What? Not Ali. Like, what are you, what are you doing, a Jewish, like, prayer or something? <laughs> Mashal Ali. Is that better? Marshal. It's... I think I'm right. Oh, there. I also forgot Marshall. to say that uh, Michael Michael Mondo from um, Better Call Saul has been uh, reported cast as Mac Gargan, not Scorpion yet. Yeah. And also, I already said it. Donald Glover will be playing the same uh, person that becomes the Prowler and is technically the uncle of Miles Morales. Uh, how did you guys like that casting? People are already bitching that Michael Mondo might be Scorpion. I don't know why. Well, uh, I mean, I'm not bitching at it, but. I completely was in love with the idea of the rumors when Homecoming first started filming that he could possibly uh, be Carnage. Because if you look at a photo of this guy, he just looks like he's angry all the fucking time. The girl. So, so I think he, you know, I was like, man, I'd really love to see what, what you know, MCU is doing with a Carnage. But then when it was like, nah, he's not Carnage, I was like, ah, whatever. I don't hate him as Scorpion. I mean, Scorpion's a Matt character to me. Scorpion's a character to me that was just as comical as Vulture. So if Marvel and uh, the MCU and Sony is trying to bring us a more darker version of the Scorpion down the line like they did for, for Vulture, I'm, I'm completely game. I don't care who's Scorpion. Um, I just love that they're going for a more darker take so they're not as laughable as they were in the comics. Mm-hmm. I like it. Joel. I like him on a Better Call Saul. I like him. I like him on Better Call Saul. I watch that show. Very good show. Um, bitch. And, um... I think he'd be fine as uh, Matt Gargan. I don't, I don't know which, how this version of Matt Gargan is going to play out. We don't know what kind of role he's going to play in the movie. We just know it's opening the door, it's, of course, to Scorpion, who at one point was Venom, too, at one point, wasn't he? Yeah, Matt Gargan. So I'm not going to say he's going to be Venom. I'm just saying. <laughs> but Matt Gargan as Scorpion. We have this guy. What's his name? As uh, Shocker. Oh, his name. God. Him. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> And, of course, we got Vulture, man. We got the ingredients for a future Sinister I'm going to say this. When I went on IMDb, and maybe it wasn't IMDb, uh, Joel can fact-check this. What do you want me to do? Um, The credits for Shocker. All right, I got When you you check it, there's two credits. There's a Shocker 1 and a Shocker 2. I saw that. I saw that, yeah. And that was really intriguing to me. That's weird, yeah. So could it possibly be one of them was Shocker and he died and then the other one became Shocker? Joaquin Woodbine. Yeah, that's, yes, that's, that's uh, a shocker. Right. Because there were two shockers credited, so I thought that was really weird. Yeah. Like, with the, what they were going to do. Uh, Pre-shocker and then post-shocker. Because remember, there was a, a photo of shocker that Aaron looked... Aaron Davis. Yeah, nice. there was a picture of shocker that looked really... That looked really... Um, shocker too. Yeah, there was a picture of shocker that looked really gross. Like, remember that set photo? Yep. So what if that one is the original one, and then the, the other one is the, the more uh, shocker that we know him to be? Right, right. That's what you mean. Yeah, apparently. Um, you guys just said shocker way too many times, especially since I'm a perv. That's his name, bro. That's his name. Well, Dane, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? That there's two shockers being credited for um, Homecoming. That there's two shockers being credited for Homecoming. I mean, I don't know. Uh, that's that's crazy. I kind of hope that's in your scenario in which that, you know, it is someone that precedes the other one. That would be kind of cool. Uh, how they incorporate that, or you know, with, with what's going on though, since the actor seems like he's older, so maybe he's the original one. I don't know. I have no idea. But the fact that uh, we said shocker 
so many times. It's two in the pink, one in the never mind. Don't worry about it. Uh, Hold on, hold on. All right, I got more that? information on that sh- on Shocker. Um, apparently, the character shocking. like remember uh, Juwan shocking it. Well, I'm gonna keep talking about Shocker just to, <laughs> just to get your giggles out. Um, <laughs> that like like Juwan was saying, there are two Shockers. One is being played uh, by Bokeem Woodbine, and the other one's playing. Um, can't remember Logan Marshall Green. I think yeah. his name. Mm-hmm. Bomb. But Logan Marshall Green's character's name is Jackson Bryce, who in the comic books is Mon- Montana, right. who is part of the Enforcers. Yep. So he's like one-third of the Enforcers. Mm-hmm. And um, the other one, obviously, is Herman Schultz, mm-hmm. who is uh, Bokeem Woodbine's character. He'll be playing Shocker. Right. So we're getting a character within a character, because I believe Jackson Bryce was Shocker for a small part. Of, right. I think in the cartoon. I forget where exactly Jackson Bryce was Shocker, but he was for a while. And then, of course, Schultz took over. Right, I just need one of them to die because I'm I'm not a fan of having two shockers going well, no. forward. Well, that's the thing. Uh, and it happens that he doesn't become he leaves the shocker mon, mon thing and leaves it to Herman Schultz and he joins with the enforcers. Oh, okay. The other three, okay. the other two. I'm sorry. All right, back to you, Dane. Well, you back heard it Dane. here. It's we have a double shocking shocker that um, shocked us all, and I like to listen to Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Happy Birthday, Shaka Khan. Yeah, and I like chocolates. Uh, All right, that's it. I'm done with this shit. Let's go to Fox. Probably the dumbest thing that we're going to talk about tonight. I I, I can't wait. Uh, New kid-friendly Fantastic Four film reboot reportedly in the works at Fox. So instead of just trying to figure out something to do with these characters, they're going to bastardize and now say, fuck Invisible Woman, fuck... Mr. Fantastic, we don't even know if it's fucking animated. We just know just to keep the rights and to be dicks about it, Fox is going to make a kid-friendly Fantastic Four with the two children of Mr. and Mr. Fantastic and then the Thing and Human Torch and the Jell-O and the Pudding Pop. I hate this. Um, I will talk last, though, about it because I'm going to be raged and I want to get myself prepped for it. Juwan, how do you feel about this horrible, stupid move from Fox that keeps on happening? Well, I mean, the first movie was kid-friendly, so if you're telling me that that's what I'm looking forward to, you're looking forward to having a third franchise be full of shit that makes no money. Um, Even if it's animated, it's still not going to make any money, because what you need to kind of uh, reach out to is more than just kids um, for these things to actually gain traction. Um, But, I mean, Fox takes the idea that we teach kids, you know, the whole, if it doesn't work the first time, you don't quit, you get yourself back up and you try again and you try again and you try again until you succeed. And Fox is literally taking that shit to the umph degree oh, with yeah. the Fantastic Four. Yes, that is also a <laughs> um, And don't ever do that dance with me. That was really weird. Um, uh, no, but seriously, Fox literally, to be assholes to uh, the MCU, will never let them have the rights back if they can help it. So I think they're thinking, listen, this might be our last time to try to make this shit work. Let's make it kids-friendly. And I'm trying to figure out how there's no one in that, um, you know, boardroom that goes, our first shot at this franchise was kid-friendly. And both of them weren't as good as they should have been. Great cast. The cast wasn't the issue. It just the movie had a horrible script. (laughs) A horrible script. Um, and it really upsets me that you had that great of a cast and you found a way to fuck it up that largely. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you get people excited for this 
when we have two other bodies of work that were pure shit. But, Joel, what are your uh, thoughts on this pure shittery? Go ahead, Dan. I'm sorry. No, I was, I was going to do exactly what you just did, so you're fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So I guess let me break it down for you guys. So the Fantastic Four still has four people, but – Oh, um, not that breaking down. Oh, yeah, not that kind of breaking down. I'm sorry. Just, I'm not spitting today. Yeah, it's a different show. Sorry. Different show. Um, so, yeah, like you said, they're going to they're gonna go with the kids this time. They're going to have Valerian, Franklin. Uh, Franklin, who's OP already, and I don't even know. They're going to, what, dumb the powers down for this movie? You'd have to. Like, honestly, do you really need anybody else if you have Franklin Richards? Nope. <laughs> but um, I don't see the point of doing it. Like, this kid, I mean, they go, now they're going from really weird, dark, Grimy-ish type of movie to a kid-friendly. It's because oh my God with the kids. Why do we? Why? The first thing I saw when I saw this was why? Why? Why do we need a? First of all, why does Fox need to think they need to do a Fantastic Four movie? Just so, just so MCU can't get. And two, why? Why? Where in the fucking world do the kids come from? And like, how are you gonna explain that without you know Sue and Reed? Well, I think their thought is we've already introduced Reed and Sue so many times. twice. So let's move on from that. Yeah, let's Maybe take... the world will be more interested in the kids. Because I'm going to be honest. The way that they can take this to spin it to where it works in their favor, don't put it off as a Fantastic Four movie. You do a movie that could be similar to Chronicle, but not, not the same storyline, obviously. Let's not do Chronicle. They tried Chronicle. No, no, no. Hear work. me out. Hear me out. I'm saying where it's, it's centered around these kids who have no idea how to use their powers, and they're spending the entire movie trying to figure it out, and you have maybe Doctor Doom or some big bad that comes in, that they have to kind of come together and use these powers and maybe team up with the original Fantastic Four um, to defeat whoever this villain is. That is the way you could spin it, but you can't promote it as a Fantastic Four movie because you'll immediately put people off. The, the one thing I think about when I hear about this kid-friendly version of the Fantastic Four is I think it's like the Fantastic Four meets the journey to the center of the earth. Yeah, that's exactly what I imagine. I that's exactly what I think. Right? So, right? So wait, so you guys are already casting The Rock as the thing, right? I'll be what's happening. Yeah, like, I would be okay with that, but that's not what I'm saying. It's just... You know, the concept itself. I don't want to have uh, no, Lava Girl you, and whatever you. the fuck his name is. That sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah, that, no, I, I, understand, uh, I understand what you guys are saying. It sounds just like that in my head. Go God, ahead, Dane. Rant no. away. Okay, so I, I, there was this thing called the Fantastic Four that Jack Kirby and Stanley oh. made uh, back in 1965, I believe. Might have been 66. Uh, great, great concept. You know, a mystery type of flavor thing. There was stuff going on around that time period, like Star Trek that had like a sci-fi mystery thing going on. They decided, you know what? DC's doing Challengers of the Unknown. We're going to fucking just do our own thing. Kind of like that. But we're going to make all the monsters. You know, the, kid, the people will love it. And they did! So they made all four of these characters. And fucking Fox has in 94, the Corman movie was awful. Then in the fucking 2000s, just bad, and then this last one with a great fucking cast. Like, even Doctor Doom was well cast with, uh, with the actor, I forgot what his name is. Uh, Toby, but it Toby, doesn't, uh, Toby Cabell. Toby Cabell. And I just, it, I, I don't know how the fuck you don't get this. I mean, if it really comes down to it, try a fucking Netflix show, just like a mystery Netflix show, kind of like um, 
like a like a modern version of Lost in Space, if you will, or or Star Trek. A lot of elements like that. Maybe a little bit of Doctor Who or something. Because it's about a family of four that get in these crazy situations and act like it's nothing, and they all have powers. It's really not that fucking hard. I don't understand what the fuck Fox is thinking. Or say fuck it. Say fuck the last film. We're going to grab the same cast. They're great. We have them under contract. And do another fucking movie just good. I like the cast. That wasn't the thing that's bad about it. There's been other superhero movies that have completely ignored the sequel beforehand. It's okay to do that sometimes. If you've got good material... It's the fact that you've completely shat on Fantastic Four that no one's going to want to see a fucking movie from you unless it's back at Disney or it's co-whatever. That's all I got. Ugh, fuck. There's not much else to say, honestly. You did a good job, Dane. We feel for you because we feel the same. I, I have like a vein that's popped in my head right now, and it's, I don't think it's going to go down at all. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. All right, so you, you guys want to talk about some drama with Star Wars? We talked about the guys oh. beforehand. Uh, Let's do it. Lord and Miller have been fired from Catherine Kennedy and have left Han Solo, uh, the, the teen Han Solo film, and now it looks like Ron Howard has replaced him as acting, or them, I should say, as acting director. Um, this movie has already had a lot of uh, kind of early problems and issues, Apparently, this goes back for a long time within directing the movie. And Ron Howard, uh, which, from the rumor of, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, God, Josh Whedon and Zack Snyder about how Josh is basically filming a large portion of that movie, like with replacement footage. Uh, the same can actually be said that Ron Howard's going to be doing for Lord of Miller. Apparently, uh, them and the writers uh, just did not get along and see eye to eye in the direction of the character, and they have actually been fired for a minute. The duo also met uh, for possibly directing The Flash, which they're originally supposed to do, uh, when Rick Famuyiwa left the project, uh, but decided not to have creative differences, and apparently have now still they're still currently in the mix. Okay, so what the fuck is going on over at Star Wars, and is Lord Miller trying to be, you know, a bunch of whores? Uh, Jawan, what do you think? How long did you pass it to me after using the word horse? Um, I'm totally fine with it. There's uh, a reason. First of all, <laughs> I accept that reason. Um, first, I, I'd like to use the, the phrase parted ways instead of fired. It's I such like a that. dirty word yeah. in the movie industry. Yeah. No one's ever technically fired. Fired. It's a parting of ways. It is a parting of ways, but that's just me. That's just me. No, but I, I agree with you. to get on to um, what you were saying, if you're a part of this Han Solo cast, you're just sitting there like, dude, what the fuck? Because I guarantee you right now, as soon as uh, Howard gets in, he's going to be like, I kind of want to make some changes. And you've already started filming. <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, so can you picture Ron gets there and he's like, yeah, no, I don't like any of that. Yeah, no, we're, we're going to get this out of there. <laughs> and you're like, oh, man, do you know how hard it was to film that shit that we just did? All right, well, whatever. Um, so I, that's really that's really interesting. The, the biggest difference is Josh Whedon is doing, like, um, cleanup to what Zack Snyder's already put together. Like, right. they, they were done it's filming. Done. It's been done. So he's doing cleanup to something that's already done. So he's more editing than completely redoing a project. Right. Well, well, Howard now well all I'm saying is, uh, all I'm saying is, 
These are rumors, but there is a lot of rumors that he's actually doing what Ron Howard's doing. Like, there is a lot of stuff that he's going back and reshooting. They were shooting a large portion of the movie. And I've heard that on different what? podcasts. It's definitely a rumor, but I'm just saying on the well, Whedon thing, I don't know. Well, I mean, Zach said before he left that that's what Josh Whedon would be doing. We're not a lot of that. We're talking Star Wars. Well, well, no, track. I just I just want to clarify that Zach did make it known that yeah, that's you're what, right. That's yeah. what Josh is going to be doing. Everything at reshoot. face value, Zach Snyder said. Because look, as far as far as we know, that movie's been put in post for a while. Now. Yeah. So he's leaving, obviously due to whatever that incident that happened. Right. You know, fuck that sucks. So he had to step away. Right. Josh is coming and taking over, doing his reshoots. We don't know how extensive they are. Right. We've heard that they are, but we don't know for sure if they're as dramatically as intense or as large. I'm going to be completely honest, thing. though. Warner Brothers talked to Zach and said, listen, if you wanted us to, we'll postpone this movie. Right. So if they're willing to do that, there's no way they're, without Zach serious. knowing, without Zach knowing, Josh Whedon is completely redoing this film. Or a portion of this film. Right. So, I, I mean, if, if that's what you're hearing, Dane, I, I, what I want to add to that is Zach's very uh, aware of, of, of everything. He's aware of whatever you, um, Josh Whedon's doing. Do you, do you think that Josh Whedon might deserve a director or a director's credit on the movie if he ends up doing a large portion of it? Or do you think they'll just give it to no. Zach? No. I'll get an if, executive producer. If Zach left on any other term, then yes. Right. But because of the situation to which Zach left, and Zach stayed longer because the passing had happened a month or two before he had left. Happened in February. Right. So there's no way that you give full credit to Whedon. It goes to Zach, and I think, if anything, you do executive um, producer, producer uh, to Josh Whedon. And that, that's where you leave it at. But to bring it back to the topic at hand, in Ron yes, Howard's yes, situation yes. – he can completely do whatever the fuck he wants to because it's now his movie. Right. So he doesn't have to worry about what the last guys did because the last guys don't matter anymore. It's there's, his movie. There's still three weeks left of shooting. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's only two days left. It wasn't even done, bro. You know, so he can completely redo everything so the last guys don't matter. But as far as those guys doing The Flash, I honestly don't want them doing The Flash because I kind of had my heart set on, on Zemeckis. I'm okay with Me either too. one because that's that's who I wanted in the beginning when they got hired initially. No, if, if, if they had gotten hired, I'm not saying I don't want no. them to do it. If Zemeckis turns it down, I'm not going to be like, no, those guys shouldn't do it. But if you're telling me Zemeckis is still in the running, Zemeckis is who needs this, still this movie. The top, yeah, the top guy. He's who needs this movie. But if he doesn't want to do it or can't do it, then these guys are perfect guys to, right. to fill in. As long as they're still in the family, they don't have to do this specifically. They can do no, something No, they can do something They else. could do Green Lantern Corps or something. Well, no, we already yeah. know who's doing oh. Ooh, right? That, that no, we already cool. know who's doing Green right. Lantern Corps. Who's doing Green Lantern? Or uh, David, there's other comedic characters, too, in the DCU, I mean. Who said he was? He did not say he was. The that's, report came out that he was doing no, the No, no, that's that been rumored that, that he's going to direct it. But they don't know for sure. What? I'm that's, telling you right now, there's no way anyone makes up that shitty guy's name to direct such a beautiful franchise. He's like directed that. it before. Which is why no one would ever want to report his shitty name in that movie. Of course, they've probably talked about it. I'm just saying it's not official. I'm so confused on what you guys are talking about. We're talking about David Goyer directing GLC. That's all. Because apparently he thinks it's a foregone conclusion. Well, they came out and said it. They didn't come out and say it. They're writing it. All right. 
Well, we have so many made, years beforehand. He's made some so. good superhero movies, but he doesn't know shit about Martian Manhunter, apparently. No, um, he doesn't like Martian Manhunter. That's a difference. Well, fuck <laughs> he can suck a dick. Uh, David Goyer, like I said just now, even if you do the Green Lantern movie and you'd like to come on our show, you can suck my dick. All right. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now we're definitely going to have him in the future. (laughs) Good job, guys. Let's let's think about this. All right, so so let's let's name one to two possibilities for Lord and Miller to do past the Flash for DC in the future, just for the hell of it. Um, I like it. I'll pass Joel first. I'm going to put him right on the spot. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh man! All right. So who, who? Wow, that's a good that's a good question. I like I like Green Lantern Corps as an option, like that one. That's probably my top one if I had to pick right now. Um, uh, Booster Gold would be great if they can get their hands on that because their script is being uh, in, the, in development right now. So that'd be an interesting take on uh, Great Gold and Blue Beetle. Yeah, exactly. You can get him and uh, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, Blue and Gold. Under uh, Lord and Miller, I like that. I think that's my favorite now. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say the question and static. I think both of those characters could do pretty well underneath his or their vision of, of comedic uh, mixed with whatever the fuck else they have. Uh, Juwan, what are you two, your one to two choices? I, I'd only say Arrow, Green Arrow. Green Arrow movie? Yeah. Oh, I, I kind of like that. I, and usually, I, I yeah. usually I get like much more aggressive directors. But I think those guys would be able to handle that. I mean, because I think you should be able to balance Oliver's um, comedy, Olive, Oliver's humor. comedy, his humor, with um, how dark uh, some of those Green Arrow stories are. Right. Um, they don't really think touch on that enough that. on the show. No, they, they don't. They kind of ignore the fact that well, he's actually pretty funny. I, I'll say this, though. I'll say this, though. He has, it's been very dry, yeah. but he has uh, given us more comedy than he did in his first two seasons. Right. We've had a lot more comedy this last season, but it's very dry because he doesn't do it with, like, a chuckle. No. He does it with a straight face, so you think yeah. he's being serious, but it's supposed to be comedy. Right, right. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I think those guys could do it. Um, but as far as a Green Arrow director, I would. I always uh, imagine the guy who directed um, what's the movie with the um, the guys who are fighting uh, Raid, who directed Raid. What about them? No, I'm saying the director oh. of Raid, who I always envisioned uh-huh. to direct the the Green Arrow. But Lord Miller is who I'd go with. Um, outside of that. Okay. So not that, bad. That that is a great choice because. You know, I always thought, like, Paul Greengrass with Matt Damon in a Green Arrow movie uh, would be great. But that is even yep. more brilliant because it's the exact reflection of the different side of Arrow. You know, you get your mean, gruff Arrow on the television. This version will be a little more uh, quirky. Shit, I'll, then I'll give Static to Rick Famuyiwa, and I will give the Phantom – or uh, what, no, not the Phantom. The question to uh, the, um, the director of John Wick. Uh, yeah, that'll be fun. All right. Shall yeah. we proceed? Yeah. I'll right. on TV. Me- <laughs> Meanwhile, on the heels of Leftovers, David Lindelof is tackling a Watchmen TV series for HBO. Uh, so this was something that apparently Zack Snyder was like co-producing or producing uh, a couple years back was announced, and now it seems like it's actually going to be made into fruition. So uh, 
hearing this news, do you like the idea of a TV show? Do you think this should be maybe the a show based on the comic books that they've recently made uh, leading up to the actual book or about the book itself? And how many episodes do you want it, basically? Like, give me a rundown of what you guys want to see out of this show. Uh, Joel, you first. Well, when this news broke, and I think it broke the same day about that, that the news of the Star Wars directors with mm-hmm. Lord Miller, that, that dropped the same day. So it kind of they conflicted that day. But I was super psyched to hear that they're going to finally – because we heard rumors about this for a while now. But we weren't sure if that was ever going to happen. I'm like, really, watching on TV would be fucking amazing. That's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. And God damn it, here it is. We're going to get it. And it's by the guy that did The Leftovers. I love The Leftovers. It's a good show. So this guy knows what he's doing. I'm excited. I don't know which version of the story they're going to do. Do their own version of the story. They have the time now. It doesn't have to be constricted to two and a half hours. You got, I hope, like maybe 10 episodes. That's about all you need. I was going to say 15. No, 10 is fine. It's HBO. You rarely get 15. <laughs> well, I mean, 10. Game of Thrones is more than 10. It's 10. It's 10? It's 10. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're either 10 or shorter most of the time. Yeah. Oh, fuck Yeah, this next yeah. season is 9, and, was, and the last season's 8. No, it's like 8. This season's eight, and then the final season's six. So it's it's okay. Damn. Sorry, no, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, take it off topic. Yeah, yeah. Game with. I mean, a lot of these HBO shows usually start with shorter episodes. So yeah. this might be shorter than ten. It might go six, and then maybe the the next season will go ten. It does that. Then it has to be. I, I, if you're making it less than eight, then call it a miniseries. <clears throat> but I'm saying, but if it had gets renewed for a second season, no, no then that's it's much better that way. But which part is much better? No, it's much better that way. I think that's uh, up to ten episodes, and that's it. Uh, even eight episodes yeah. is great because if you can make some badass episodes and use a large majority of your your uh, your your funding, if you will, for that, and actually make everything the acting and everything really well, I'm a hell of a lot more happier with that than if you stretch it out to fucking eighteen to twenty and you have a bunch of filler bullshit episodes and stuff of the quality is a little bit dimmed down because of your budget. But that's you know right. That's, that's, that's just me. HBO shows are usually that long. They're around 10 episodes, 12 episodes max. And they go like seven, I mean, six, eight, nine, around there. I mean, I guess the only reason why I said 15 is because you're used to um, fucking network television. Well, no, 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 no. The, the, well, yeah, let me, piggyback <laughs> off, let me piggyback off that, though. Um, Flash is 23 episodes, yeah. right? And somehow it, we know it could be a lot better. But somehow the um, th- their budget for uh, – what do you call it? Um, the graphics. Um, you know, it still looks dope. So you picture HBO would expand their budget um, wider yeah. for HBO. So in 15 episodes, your quality wouldn't really have to take that much of a, um, a dip. A dip, right. But I, I don't argue with you guys that 10, 10 to 8 is fine. Yeah, I don't argue with that at all. Once you told me Game of Thrones is about 10, I was like, oh, okay, then never mind. They're hour-long, no commercials. So right. it's like the so whole hour, you know? Right, right. Um, so I'm completely fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not want Zach um, as a uh, producer, <clears throat> mainly because I do not want to feel as though this is um, his, property. his property. Like, I don't – because we've seen what a great job he did with the film. Mm-hmm. I want that to always be held to just Zach. I want someone fresh to come in here and give us a fresh take well, of the it. Watchmen, rather than going, rather than going. Oh, this is kind of like, oh, I see what Zach did there. Oh, I see what Zach did there. Like I don't want to do that. I don't. I don't want to hold him to that standard. Just do what you do, and we'll hope that it's great. Um, but I'm really excited. On, 
you know what I, I also want from this? I also want them to, uh, from when the DVD comes out for it, for like the season one, mm-hmm. I want the Rorschach files. <laughs> tell me how, tell me that wouldn't be dope. Us yeah. to have the Rorschach files. No, I can't wait to see who they cast as Rorschach. Yeah, that'd be great too. I mean, why not have the same fucking guy? What is he doing? That's true. <laughs> cast the same guy. You said you want to keep it separate from Zach. I know, but I mean, he's just so fucking perfect. No, I agree. I like him a lot. I, would I just don't know I who I got cast. I just don't know who There's I options cast. out there. Some good yeah, there are. guys out there. There are. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put, nah, I wouldn't even use his name. But go ahead, Dan. Go ahead, Dan. You guys are getting super sweaty with the Rorschach talk. I love it. Um, just saying, the Rorschach yeah. files would be dope. I, it would be fucking dope, dude. And I hope that they get a great cast because it's going to be hard to recast these characters after the amazing performances in the movies. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I kind of hope it is early stuff. I, maybe it is the free, you know, the them being actual team. Uh, and may, maybe the last season is the 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 the, the book itself, the, the original graphic novel. Maybe that's the, the way yeah, that they fine. go about it. Uh, well, so I mean, who knows? Um, I like that. You could drill a lot of episodes out of the material that they have uh, with the main book and then all the uh, pre-stuff. So if that's what they want to do, you know, they, they've been making some amazing shows between Preacher and Legion. If you're telling me that someone's going to really put a well-thought concept uh, who made the leftovers for Watchmen – Fuck yeah! Can we please get that for like a mm-hmm. Batman Beyond HBO show? Can we can we get that, please? You guys own HBO. Why don't we have a superhero show on HBO? Warner Brothers owns it. So stupid. This is the first right, one, man. They're gonna they're weaning into it. They're gonna go into this is the beginning stages. I need of seeing some superheroes on some cable networks now. I need Batman Beyond to come after I've at least had two solo Batman. I think Batman Beyond needs a bigger budget, so I prefer it in the movies. Honestly, I, I just need it after yeah. we at least get two solo Batman films. Because the, the main oh, character... Yeah, sure. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> but I'm saying at least two, because your main character is an older Bruce Wayne. I'm fine with so that. It, no, it would throw everyone off like, whoa, wait a minute. You still have the young Bruce Wayne in these movies. Yeah. They have the old, so I'm saying if you do it in movie yeah, form, that awesome as a kid. the people in TV. Yeah, no, no, but I'm say, no, no. I'm saying if you're doing it in yeah, TV, they do. <laughs> if you're doing it in TV form, then that's fine. But Joel was saying incorporated to um, he wants a bigger budget for a movie. So I'm right. saying you confuse the shit yeah. out of people. There's two movies with Bruce Wayne in it. If you're doing TV and TV, no, I that's mean, fine. like post. I do agree with that actually. Oh, yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. cool. Go ahead, then. All right, well, uh, guys, there was a rumor. Uh, uh, for the DC Extended Universe that Supergirl may, and also Brainiac may be appearing in Man of Steel. Um, the, uh, it apparently has been debunked by Humberto Gonzalez, uh, but it basically was a rumor that was out there. There was a couple of reliable sources, and then it was gone uh, very quickly. Um, I mean, it would be really cool to use uh, both those characters in the next movie, uh, Supergirl and also uh, Brainiac. Um, Supergirl, they've already established in the uh, prequel comics, so I mean they could definitely bring her in there. She would be a lot older, uh, maybe the same age as Cal Elop, and obviously older just in general. Uh, but who knows about that? Would you guys like to see Supergirl, and would you like to see Brainiac in the next Man of Steel? And what do you feel about this rumor, Joel? Uh, I think uh, I think. Obviously, if if Umberto says it's bullshit, I call it bullshit. I'm with Umberto on this. But I don't believe the idea of Brainiac showing up in the Man of Steel sequel is uh, bullshit. 
<laughs> that part I don't. I do agree that that's a possibility mm-hmm. and probably likely that we see Brainiac uh, eventually in the Man of Steel two. Um, even though I believe Brainiac might be a bigger villain that you might want to say for a sequel to Justice League or something, but whatever. I'm cool with that. I don't need to see Supergirl in the movies like ever. Like if they have to do it, cool. I don't need it though. Um, I get my Supergirl fill on television. I really don't need a cinematic version. Mm-hmm. But if they want to do it and they explain it well, I'm I'm cool with it. You're full of shit. I am cool with it. You're full of shit. Why would not? Why would I? You're be full of shit. You're telling me you're Joy. fine with the super? Yes. How do, well, how do you yes. feel? Tell me how you feel. Telling me how he feels about mine. I'm telling him how I feel about his opinion. Um, and then working my way into my opinion. Go ahead. I think Joel's full of shit. You're telling me you don't want a Supergirl in the movie universe? I don't. No. You don't? I don't. So you just want Superman by himself. Meanwhile, everyone else has sidekicks. He's just by himself. We all three uh, as far as, as we know, only Batman has in the, in the movie? Who what else is established? Uh, L- Lynn I mean, in, in the Aquaman movie. Some nigga named Snurk or whatever. That's gonna be one of his, one of his, that's one of the guys that, that works for. Bodyguard. So what the hell is that? That's not a sidekick. Come on, that's as that's as close as. That you is not even a character you know. Let me ask you this, Robin Big. Order in the court. Order in the court. It does. I mean, uh, make sense of it, and I'll give you all the order you want. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Joan. <laughs> All I'm saying is, dude, that's that's BS that you don't want a Supergirl. I don't need it. I don't need it. She's not a sidekick. What, is, what the hell is she? She's a character. She's her own character. Get the fuck out of here. She's, She's never been his sidekick. Oh, come on. Supergirl, Superman technically has never had a sidekick. Ever. Oops, my fault. <laughs> okay. Maybe um, Crypto. Even, yeah, Crypto is the closest you got. There you Superboy. go. Superboy. Superboy is not a sidekick. What the fuck? Anyway, um, I... I heard that the rumors were debunked. Um, Supergirl was the only thing that um, was seriously debunked. Um, yeah, Brainiac right. has been but the old rumor. Brainiac is not only an old rumor, but Brainiac was mentioned from Lex Luthor in BVS in the Lex Luthor files. Remember the online campaign that he had? Yeah, yeah. But Brainiac was introduced in that. So all I'm saying is, if you're saying he's not in Man of Steel 2, be more specific. He exists. In the DCEU, he just might not be in that. All right. So well, question. Not in that. It's fine. Question. Uh-huh. That online marketing they yeah. did, and, and the online marketing that they did to bring in Brainiac as a concept that you're referring to, and also the prequel comic that uh, Karis Pod came here uh, like thousands of years ago beforehand and was here early. Does that really bleed into continuity, or is that just something that's extra that? They do, but they don't have to go by that. I'll say this. They don't have to go by it. They don't. But all I'm saying is it exists. But technically, I know it's true. Uh, if It doesn't have to be continuity. I don't think they if, – I think it depends on how they feel. Yeah. Because <laughs> they also introduced Thanagarians in that comic book too, which we know we will see eventually, right? Yeah. So I'm yeah. not saying it's something – I need like Supergirl. Look, if 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 that intro, the new intro, is anything, we will see her eventually. I, I'm gonna say <laughs> I need Supergirl. Why? And here's the main reason why I need. Oh, Supergirl. I definitely want to hear why. If you don't like girls most movie, of the time. <laughs> so, so now you guys want me to jump on the ship of not. Anyway, you don't like girls though. If, if in the second movie we're getting Brainiac, 
I do want to see because we do know how powerful Brainiac is right, right. for Superman alone. I do want to see him and Supergirl teaming to take down um, Brainiac. But if you're telling me there's no Brainiac in any of these Superman uh, movies of his trilogy, mm-hmm. then I agree I don't need Supergirl. Because you're telling me he's not facing anyone that's that – because he's already taken on Doomsday. But so Doomsday's out. With help. Right, with help. So what I'm saying is you'd imagine Brainiac is on the level of that, so you'd assume – well, I'd want him to have help against Brainiac. But if there's no Brainiac and you're telling me he's facing uh, – what's the backwards guy that he used to face? Um, Bizarro. If he's facing guys like Bizarro, hey, then no, you don't need hey, a car. Hey, I like Bizarro. Um, but if there is a Brainiac, whether it's in the second or the third, I do need Kara. Sure, fine. I would like to see. Uh, I like to see both versions. You know, both I'd versions. like to see both versions. Um, but I actually had a separate question uh, based off of this a little news topic that we didn't talk about. I haven't got a chance to ask you about. We were talking about Supergirl. Well, let's go in the realm of television because their old showrunner quit, um, and they have yeah. a opening for a showrunner now for the next season. Um, I've had my issues with both the first and second seasons of Supergirl. I liked a lot of it, um, but it just seems the tone and the approach they're going for is kind of not fair to the character of the potential of, of how grand they can make her. Um, but uh, basically... I would like to see a good showrunner come on and kind of take it in a different direction. And I was going to suggest Rob Thomas, who is currently doing iZombie and also used to make Veronica Mars and then also wrote for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, I was wondering how you guys feel about the fact that the writer left, or the showrunner left, I should say, and is that a good thing for Supergirl going forward, uh, the television show on CW? Uh, Juwan. Ah, fuck. I was hoping you didn't start with me. I really don't watch Supergirl. So I'm indifferent. Um, You're a fake fan. <laughs> I, never, I never said I just watched Supergirl. Um, but from what I'm hearing, a lot of people weren't that high on the first two seasons. So if you're telling me that the showrunner's gone, that is a good sign. <laughs> if no one's liking the first two seasons, that's a great sign. Um, and Veronica Mars is, is very slept on, in my opinion. Um, that was a really, really, really good show. That was a really, really, really good show. Um, like the movie? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't see the movie. I didn't see the movie. Um, I just enjoyed the show. Um, so, Dan, I'm completely with you on, on that. I want to see whoever the showrunners are for American Gods. I want to see those guys dabble in some of these superhero shows. I just started watching that. Oh, God, it's so fucking great. Oh, yeah. But anyway, not to get off topic. Um, yeah, the showrunner leaving is a, good, is a good thing. And I completely agree with you. Um, someone who's worked with a, of a show like Veronica Mars should have some input on what's going on with um, Supergirl. Uh, Joelle, so it. basically, I did you did you finish this last season of Supergirl? Because I think I stopped five episodes uh, before the finale. Uh, do you think that a new writer would help out bring Supergirl into the mix more? Um, I finish everything that's comic book related because I owe it to myself. <laughs> That's a great way to shit on me and Dane. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying I do that. Um, hey, what you miss you? <laughs> so, I, it was it was okay. I mean, I, it's my least favorite CW show. Um, I don't hate it at all, but it also has moments where it's really cheesy, and really sometimes has a really 
it's sometimes overly political without being political, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of in your face. It's too in your face. I don't really care. It doesn't bother me that much. But sometimes they just do it too much. Um, but it's not really for me. It's a, it's really for it's a it's. I'm its demographic because it's Supergirl and Superman related. But it really has it does. For people that like Gilmore Girls. Right, I'm not. A, I don't like Gilmore Girls. I don't like those type of shows. So it's usually not my thing. But sh- uh, the show's entertaining for what it is. But at the same time, it could be better. So the showrunner leaving, it doesn't really bother me at all. Bringing someone to, to spin things around, because next season looks pretty interesting. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. They need more Superman. They, they definitely need more Superman. God, could you imagine, I, I'm just saying this, if like next season for Legends of Tomorrow, Superman gets added, Tyler Hoechlin gets added to the cast, so we could see Superman lead the fucking team with White Canary, Oh man, that would I'm be gonna awesome. Be, hey, I'm gonna be completely honest. If Superman joins that team, you did only need two people from that team: <laughs> Firestorm and Superman. Why do you need anyone? <laughs> That's an even better point. It's a different. It's a different world. So I doubt it's a different that world. You'd have, you'd have you'd have to dumb him down some. Yeah. Because it wouldn't make sense that he needs anybody else. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think hey, Superman. He, well, he needs the Justice League, man. You know, I mean, you need a little help from your friends. Well, I mean, those are other, right? those are other superpowered beings, right? Uh, outside yeah. of Batman, the Justice I League mean, is there for big threats, right? For for bigger threats. But, but I mean, honestly, they have Commander like Steel, dude. They have Commander Steel. Yeah, oh, I I'm love. Well, he was a phenomenal. He was not. I'm saying this. He was a phenomenal addition to that team. I slept on it. I slept on it when they first casted him. I I loved that season. He was fun. mainly because of him. Yeah, he was awesome in that show. Mm-hmm. And they have the note that have Colossus you ever, look now. Yeah, weird. <laughs> have weird. either one of yeah. you guys ever read the uh, comic books Exiles? And it was like a hodgepodge of different X-Men yes. from different alternate universes all on team. Yeah, and like that. that's where Blink was initially from. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Blink and Mimic and shit. Uh, I wish that they would do Legend of Tomorrow kind of like that and, like, bring in, like, Batman Beyond maybe or, or, or other, you know, other characters that maybe not like Batman Beyond, but I really would like to see Batman Beyond on there. So that's what I'm saying. Big IPs, man. I'm going to be honest with you. Dane's obsession of, of Batman Beyond <laughs> almost, almost rivals Joel's obsession for Green Lantern. <laughs> My obsession goes to the fact that there's how do you have a justice thing without the Green Lantern? That's fucking ridiculous. It is a good point. It is a good point. It's a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> but I will say my Hey Joel, Joel. Oh like sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I was just saying my, my unhealthy obsession for Batman is kind of <laughs> a lot a lot more crazier than you guys. Yeah, obviously. I think there should only be Batman. That's right. why he's not allowed to run shit. <laughs> they wouldn't know anything about anybody else. That's just sad. Like, Jesus. It's like, Juwan, who's on your team? Batman. That's it? Yep. That's all yeah. I need. Go ahead, Dan. I'm sorry. I, I mean, seriously. That. Seriously. Batman and Black Panther versus the standard Justice League team and Avengers team. I'm going Batman and Black Panther. Somehow they'll figure it the fuck out and beat all of them. Uh, that's just me. <laughs> Absolutely. And no, I'm with you. Because picture this. Picture if T'Challa makes Batman a bat suit made out of all vibranium. Are you telling there me you'd be able to stop that team? He's Black Panther. 
Basically. No, he, can you so imagine the, their tactical? Absolutely. And can you imagine if they had at least a day of prep time? No it's like, it's like Batman just twitches his eyes to the left, and then T'Challa knows to jump in, take out four dudes, kick oh them in the ball sack, God. and jump the fuck out of there. I'm going to be honest. If it's T'Challa and Bruce Wayne versus the world, honestly, there's no more Robin. There's no more Avengers. There's no more any of that. It's literally just Bruce them. Wayne and T'Challa just wrecking shit. How this conversation turn so much? I'm sorry. Are you not hyped <laughs> for that idea? It's not happening. Superhero, super, what is it? The superhero beatdown or whatever it is. Yeah. Do a tag team of of yeah. playing into child versus the world. Mm-mm. And they combine well, I think we're gonna first get Are that batch though. Oh yeah, I don't want to get that Batman match. versus Black Panther. Yeah. I don't want to have to root for one or the other. It's gonna be interesting if it ever gets it. I mean, Batman's gonna win because you know it's a fan vote. Yeah. <laughs> and then you should have a money fight where they're just throwing money at each other. <laughs> then Tony Stark jumps in like. Right. <laughs> I would <laughs> actually <laughs> love that. W- I would love if the movie comes out and they do that vote, and also since the fact that Batman's won a couple in the past, and he lost to Vader, that Black Panther actually beats Batman in the polls. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be amazing. Star Wars geeks are strong. (laughs) I guess Star Wars geeks are strong. I don't know how the fuck Batman beats Batman. How does that work? I don't know. know. He shot missiles at him. It It was pretty violent. I loved it. I saw it. It was a very good uh, fight. I just didn't agree with the ending. <laughs> you love your Batman. I do. I do. Go ahead, Dan. I'm sorry. I lost the Wolverine, too. That I understand. Yeah, I get that. Still, I don't... I mean, I don't know how you want a fan vote, though. <laughs> Small Wolverine fans, I guess. I doubt it. No. But go ahead, Dan. But in a fight, I guess people are more logical. Right. Anyway, we're sorry, Dan. All right. Enough All right. Yeah, no, no, you're fine. I'm, all right, so we have one more news uh, thing. Uh, it's kind of different. Uh, the Godzilla news. So the Godzilla sequel has stated that it's going to introduce Radon, Mothra, and Ki Ghidra within the movies. I don't know if you guys are fans of the Godzilla movies when you were younger. I was a huge fan. I used to know the names and how to pronounce all of them. I was that big of a geek when it came down to it. Uh, kind of. It's been years uh, since that knowledge, but I love. I really liked Godzilla. It was kind of a giant cock tease, so that's all right. Uh, I haven't seen King Kong, but I like the concept of what they're building to. And uh, these are my three favorite characters, and probably the most common, that they're going to be introducing. And I'm wondering if Rodan and Mothra, since they're generally good, if they're going to end up on Godzilla's side going against King Ghidra. Uh, Joel, are you excited about this news? Super, super duper psyched, bro. Like, it's going to be amazing to see Godzilla become the king of all monsters in that one mile moment so that he has to go up against the giant monkey known as King Kong <laughs> no Godzilla versus King Kong the following year. Um but um yeah I'm super psyched. I like Rodan, I like Mothra, King Ghidorah is awesome too. Um um yeah, I can't wait to see the three headed dragon do his thing and I can't wait to see Godzilla wreck house. Uh, oh yeah, I've always been a big Godzilla fan. So yeah, I have like I literally have the VHS for Godzilla 1985. Fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the that is the best one, I think. Uh, one. I like that one. Well, I thought we were talking about wrestlers. Um, no, but I don't, I don't know about any of these. What the fuck? Uh, I was like, oh wow, these new Japan guys sound really awesome. Um, no, but oh seriously, my God. no, I'm, I'm excited. King Ghidorah. <laughs> 
that's what I thought. That's what I thought we were talking about. Um, no, but seriously, I'm really excited for anything Godzilla. Honestly, because I love this new interpretation of Godzilla, yeah. especially after getting that old one out of out of my brain. Um, so I'm really excited for anything that they have of that universe going forward. Right. Especially if you're talking a three-headed dragon, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, man, they got I'm him in it, and they got Rodan, the like giant flying monster, and they got Mothra. And they also and have. Mothra. Oh, don't forget, Dane, the most important one of those of those uh, characters, Kenny Omega, and Godzuki. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. That's going to be the best out of him. Kenny Omega is actually based off of uh, Sephiroth from um, Final Fantasy. He's supposed to be like an anime villain, but I love Japanese culture. It's it's so weird, and there's lots of smiles and then demons and all sorts of stuff. Me too. Is he really based off Sephiroth? Just don't watch hentai. What? Is he really supposed to be uh, based off of Sephiroth? Uh, ba- as part of his character, he based it off of Sephiroth. Yeah, he's a huge video game. He's actually him and Xavier Woods uh, were both in a competition this weekend. Uh, they're actually I don't know what the hell it's called because I don't know the whole video game competition thing. But both of them usually get pretty high uh, each year when they're not wrestling. Right, Dane. It's pretty cool. Dane. What's up? What's up? What's Dane? What's up? Oh, I just have one no, one up? more piece of news. Just one more piece of All news. Right. Um, Umberto came out today, uh, just for people who are seeing, quote-unquote, leaked information about a oh. Justice League trailer for uh, Comic-Con. Right. Uh, that's completely false. Um, and you could have kind of guessed that it was false once there was mention of Superman, because mm-hmm. Warner Brothers isn't going to make that mistake again of revealing everything, especially when Comic-Con's in July and the movie comes out in November. I was just telling Joel um, a, a while ago, Dane, that if they did, which we know we're not, so it's completely hypothetical, if they show the Superman in this second trailer, I really don't need to see anything else until November when the movie comes out. You just showed me everything. Yeah. Because if you show Superman, you only assume they show Steppenwolf, and if you show Steppenwolf, mm-hmm. I've seen all your all your cards. So then all, all I have to wait for then is for the movie to actually come no, out. No, they're holding their biggest card, obviously, is Greenland. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to let go of that. Um, but, no, honestly, their two biggest um, uh, features are Steppenwolf and Superman. You keep those shits as close to your hip as possible. Word. So there's no way in your second trailer you release that. That that'd be that'd be as dumb as the marketing behind BVS. Release the cracker. And I don't think they want to make that mistake again. But I just wanted to add that news in, Dane, before it hits our fucking page. Right. Of someone go, oh, I know it's gonna happen in the Justice League trailer. Do, no, do, 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 do. So wise, wise, wise. So I just wanted to kind of squash that before it kind of got like a full head of steam. No, it's not happening. They're not gonna show that um, in the trailers for Comic Con. There will be a second trailer. It won't be that. Right. Juwan, there's going to be exactly. four posts about this in the morning with the exact opposite yep. because it would be the four people that yep. did not listen to us, and there's a good chance one of them will be Gerald. Uh, I'm just kidding, Gerald. Yes. Um, no, it will be Gerald. It will be Gerald. <laughs> he'll, he'll post it also right above someone else that just posted it somehow. <laughs> uh, I joke, I we joke, you, I kid, I kid. All right. We love you, Gerald. All right, we got two more stories, guys, before we're going to play a little game that uh, Juwan invented. Um, all right, so the news has it that a Voltron movie is being shopped around. Um, 
you know, with the success that happened with its uh, animated show on Netflix and the love, obviously, of robots, um, well, with the Transformer series, unfortunately. Uh, but would you guys like to see Voltron adapted, or do you think that's based on the Transformer series and what happened with Power Rangers, maybe it might not be a good idea uh, to do a live action and just stick to animated ones like they're doing on Netflix? Uh, Joel, what do you think? I say you fucking go for it. This is the best opportunity with Power Rangers on the fall. You go in and take over and show them how you really do giant robots in the form of Voltron with the five lions. You do it now at the peak of their, you know, their comeback on Netflix and all that. Take over, use that as a little leeway, and go into it. And that what you said, J.J. Abrams was being uh, being chased. Yes, he was. And if that's the case. That's even that's amazing to me because like I just think about what he did with Star Trek and I yep. know a lot of Trekkies and in Star like Wars, it. right? And what he did Star Wars. Yeah. I'm thinking, I think more Star Trek because yeah, no, like, it seems more that style. Yeah, He'd you. probably go more Star Trek. Um, and the way I know Trekkies don't really like it because it looked more like Star Wars, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I liked it. Like I like. Yeah, no, I was a fan of the first one. Well, I, was <laughs> the I slept on the second one, but uh, I was a huge fan of the first. One. First two were good. Third one, I heard was alright. It was garbage. It was boring. It was boring to me. But I guess a lot of Trekkies like that one. Yeah, I heard it was good because those are Trekkies. Ah, well, I don't like Star Trek, obviously. So it's so. Star Wars and nothing, motherfucker. Yeah, I obviously have a different feel towards Star Trek. Straight out of Star Wars. What? There you go. But I, I want Voltron. Bring me Voltron. Um, I also want to add. Oh shit. Power Rangers didn't have a huge fall. The the biggest uh, downfall of Power Rangers was it wasn't high on the China market. That's right. I forgot it you gave did, it a 10, right? You it, gave it a 10? I did not give it a 10. <laughs> I didn't give it a 10. It actually did pretty good. Are they going with a sequel? Well. Yes. They, uh, they actually just said the No, um, no, no, the no, 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 they're not. I, it did not make me. enough money to quantify a sequel. Hear me. Hear me. Go the ahead. producer said the money that they're making up, they're making up from toys, and off that alone, they could then pitch an idea for a second film because they're making their money outside of the movie. Merchandise is what they're trying to make up the money back from. Got lucky. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you you luckily have a franchise that's still on television in its 137th season. Some reason. For some reason. So you can make it back up outside of just the movie. But the movie kind of just, it, it, it flakes overseas. I, was, that was I, wa- I want to see a sequel. Right. right. Um, but no, as far as this, don't put Transformers in the conversation. That's, that's just pure shit to me. Um, Voltron would be the proper way outside of Transformers 1, which I will give Transformers 1 credit. That was a phenomenal movie. Um, it will give us a true look at what a robot story should be about. And if they get J.J. Abrams to helm it, which if, if not J.J. Abrams, Guillermo del Toro. But if you can get J.J. Abrams to helm it. They'll never give him a big robot movie again. No, they won't. But Pacific Rim <laughs> was good. I liked, um, I liked it. Getting J.J. Abrams yeah, to too. helm a Voltron. Getting J.J. Abrams to helm a Voltron film definitely could put it on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think okay. J.J. Abrams would want to do like a, a sequel or a trilogy. He'd want to do just that one movie, Solo. set it up set it up properly, and then let someone take it from there. All right, well, Juwan, would you rather see him do uh, Voltron or possibly take over, um, you know, uh, rebooted Transformers series going forward, you know, introducing Cybertron and shit that fans actually want? Uh, which which would you rather oh. have? 
Both. Why both? <laughs> both. He's well, the only guy time, I could ever time, imagine. Time. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Transformers then. Transformers Joel. then. Transformers mainly because. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joel. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You're, you're good. So I, did, I You paused. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was no. saying. No, I'm sorry. I was. I, I just finished out. I passed right to you, Joel. I was saying Transformers only because we haven't seen the actual Transformers from the uh, original television series that we knew. Them being on their own planet more Autobots than just four. Like, I need more from the Transformers franchise than what we've gotten. They weren't on their own planet all that much. No, not all that much, but we saw them on their planet at least a little bit. I didn't want to see their planet. I like them on Earth. No, I want to see their I just planet. want to be able to make out what I'm looking at when I'm watching a robot. Like, I don't know where, what starts where, and just they all talk. Yeah, no. I, I understand. It's like a human centipede. It's literally just the ass. It's just connecting. I'm not sure what I'm looking at. <laughs> but no, but honestly, I do want to see someone who actually will respect the history of Transformers and give us something that is a full body of work than just me going in there and saying, well, you know, it looked really cool. Action porn. Right. Action porn. Right. I need more than that. So go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. I want to see Voltron because I've never seen Voltron on film. Yep. So that'd be cool. Transformers, I mean, I think J.J. James would be great, but I wouldn't mind seeing anybody else, somebody else take over that. You know, it doesn't have to be Abrams. I think Abrams is a good fit for Voltron. Like, I don't disagree. You know what I mean? Like, I, don't Transform- I don't think it'd be a bad fit for Transformers, but right. I think there'd probably be other options for that. Well, I mean, I, I kind of lean more towards if he can do Voltron, he could definitely transform. And at the end of the day, with Voltron being talked about and Transformers maybe thought it being, you know, maybe changing of guard. Right. I want to see fucking Thundercats. Give me oh! Thundercats. Give me Thundercats, Thundercats and He-Man. Uh, Thundercats and He-Man. He-Man's on, it's, it's happening eventually. That, that movie will never I was never a He-Man fan, though. So. You yeah. some of them a what? Yeah, I was not a He-Man you fan. You what? Yeah. So you were more so Shark. With the power of Christ, Come on. You like did you, Joel? I did like Shira. You motherfucker. Shira Chitara? I like Schnarf, Schnarf, Lionel. Chitara, yeah, that's too. Schnarf. Schnarf. Yeah, I like, I like uh, Thundercats way more than fucking Heeman. I just don't want to hear that because uh, I know at the end of the show. Master of the Universe would whoop the fuck that. out of some Thundercats. Yes, they would. They'd fuck up those Thundercats. Those Thundercats bro. are way cooler than anything. No, they were a bunch of pussies. Yeah, literally. literally. Shit, bro. No. Yes, yes, Dane. Pussies. Yes. Yes, I was. You see the little bob cut that the He-Man walked around in? And do you not that's see that's that's the screen pussy? That's badass. That's my bad. ass. Do you know how much? Do you know how much? Skel- yeah, Skeletor would fuck, fuck up Mama Ra. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. Don't you dare disagree with that, because you'd be a liar, Joel. Mum Ra is his name. What? I don't care if he was whatever. Skeletor was a great villain, but that was probably the best. That was the best part of the show. There's no but. Yeah, no that's where it ended. There's no but. So first Skeletor, of all, it should have been called Skeletor. First called of all, what was that little, that, that little, a little toy sword that that, that lion, whatever Lionel had? What was that little toy shit? He Man had a real man sword. It turned into a sword though. Yeah, but that was some little girl shit. Did you not see He Man sword? Oh, wait, wait. So you that was twice you the size. You were Thundercat fan then? Not more than He Man. You're, you cow. If you're telling me I have to shit on one or the other, I'm shitting on Thundercats. You're crazy. I he never had to shit on anything. I'm just telling you I was a bigger fan of Thundercats. No, first of all, if you ever bring up his bob in disrespect. Yo, that bob was nasty, son. Right. That bob right. pulled 
some vagina, bro. Go no. ahead, Dan. For real question. Somebody called the vagina. For real <laughs> questions. All right, Sonic or Mario? Juwan. I'm going to have to go Mario. I'm going to have to go Mario. I'm sorry. That was literally uh, my childhood. Mario's, uh, Mario Party, Mario 64. Like, I'm sorry, Super Nintendo with, with Mario and Yoshi. I'm sorry. I played that more than I did Sonic. Okay. And honestly, Mario I got tired of me. Sonic once I found out about Knuckles. I already know where you're at with it. And then I found out about Shadow. I was just like, yeah. yeah no. I'm just telling you where I'm going with this. All right. Yeah, my favorite character was Sonic okay. growing up. So Sonic, Sonic, Sonic. I have no I mean, I have Sonic no doesn't have his. Mario had better. Well, at least you weren't that asshole that's that's that goes, my favorite's Mega Man. Some douche oh, wait, I, like I do want to see a J.J. Abrams Mega Man. I love Mega Man. I do want to see a J.J. Oh. Abrams Mega Man. Well, I think he knows this. Let's get a <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. Oh. I think I, I just had a heart attack. <laughs> no, no, but no, I do want to see a J.J. Abrams Mega Man because that would be insane. <laughs> That'd be insane. I would love to be Mega Man at some point in life. Half Tom Holland is Mega Man. My God. Oh, God. I don't even know. What's, what's right. Mega Man? Mega Man or Mega Man X? No, Mega Man. Mega Man? Yeah. That's weird. That's Mega weird. Man X, we're not ready for that yet. Let's get Mega Man first. <laughs> Let's get Mega Man first. Baby steps. But go ahead, Dane. I'm sorry. You had any other questions? I like that. Did you clean yourself up, Dane? Are you good to go? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm fine now. Yeah, it's it's like a goo factory over here. It's weird. Um, all right, I had, I had another another question. This kind of incorporates. We both talked about it separately, and kind of I brought up it on um, what the hell? Uh, uh, Pitch this last last week. If we go in the future and we have the potential of a crossover with Gotham and the Arrowverse, if you will, or ma- or basically saying screw that and making Batman a part of the CW universe, which would you rather? I'm going to start with Joel, because I'm pretty sure I know what he is. <laughs> Go ahead, Joel. Uh, if I had a choice between uh, Gotham crossing over with Arrowverse or having a Batman in the Arrowverse, I'm going to have Batman in the Arrowverse, of course. Like, I don't want no half-assed Batman in the Arrowverse. I'm not. I don't care what you think. I'm just telling you what my opinion is. My opinion is I'd rather have Batman as Batman with the rest of the characters that are established than a little kid that's not Batman crossing over with like, the superheroes. That's my opinion. I respect your opinion. I you, you, you can respect that you fake Batman fan. Wow, okay. You, you got anyway, it. I don't want a Batman in the CW universe because his character would literally be a mirror image of what we already have from Arrow. That's third. I don't need two brooding mo- mofos in the same universe that are going to have a crossover every year. I don't need that. Right. I'd rather, You'd rather have a brooding Stephen, kid. Amell, Stephen Amell team up with Lil Wayne and see how those two teams. I'd love to see, um, uh, what's his name, Curtis and, and Bullock. Stupid. <laughs> Dude, they're the same characters. Why would I want to have to see a full season of two of the same characters? That's the same character. That show made it very thin that he's a bootleg Batman. Yes. Whatever. Yes. The point is, I'd rather change see now. Batman than Little Wayne. I'm then sorry. you know what? Then, Dane, I'm, cha- I'm completely changing it then. If we have a CW Batman, I don't want Arrow to still exist. Yeah, that's when Arrow's off the TV. Then that's fine. But Dane's saying, right. would you rather a crossover 
or Batman no. being in the CW. I'd rather, I'd still rather see Batman than little, than have Gotham on, on in Arrowverse. You're full of it. Okay, Damn, so, I'm so not, we're saying, we're saying that, we're saying that it's not possible for Bruce to turn into Batman by age 19. No, I didn't say that. That's a show out. I, I was, I, no, I, I know. I, I, it's kind I of out. I'm fine. I still don't want baby Batman crossing over into the hours. Let me ask you this. Okay, you okay. Do know wait, wait, wait. You, can, you can keep on, on saying, saying on baby on Batman, but he's 17 years old. He's about to turn 18 years old. And in two he seasons, he'll be 19. Bro. He's but hold on, Batman. but hold on. But we got Batman at the age wait, 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 of 23. Get, get a better he's defense on it. I mean... He's not that far off on it, though. We got Batman at age 23. And the comics he started at 22. Well, that's what I'm saying. So he's not that far from it, Joel. So why can't we get I like Gotham in its own world. <laughs> but what we're saying is having that that Gotham, having that Bruce Wayne become Batman. That's all me and Dane are saying. No, because then there's a giant age gap between the Arrow characters and the, this one Batman. Dane's not, talking about, Batman. He's not talking about crossovers anymore. Oh, Dane we're not is, talking now, about no, Dane is now saying, would you be fine with that, with that uh, Lil Wayne becoming Batman? In the show? In the show. Oh, yeah, I don't care. I, what the fuck were you just yelling about? Oh, I thought we were still talking about him becoming Batman and then crossing over. No, I, I think Dane was more so going on would we be okay with him then becoming Batman. Oh, I don't care him becoming Batman in the show. I'm just saying, I'm trying to say it wasn't that far off from when he actually becomes Batman. I don't disagree. I, I'm well, just I'm saying just... I don't want Gotham to cross over with Arrow. That's okay. Well, are, are you a fan of Gotham? I'm just, I'm just curious. Yes, I'm a fan of Gotham. All right. Well, um, I guess uh, it's kind of on the same level we're just talking about. Uh, rewriting history. Uh, Juwan, you came up with that concept. Uh, why don't we uh, try that whole thing on the last uh, 15 minutes of the show? Yeah. Well, we came up with this idea of rewrite history to where we'll go through the archives of bad projects or great projects from either like a Transformers or the MCU or the DCEU. And what we'll do is we'll rewrite the history of that franchise. So let's say you weren't a huge fan of the Iron Man trilogy. You now can recast a director for all three of the films, and you now have to cast um, three of the major leads for that, that franchise. Right. So if you wanted to completely redo Transformers, you can rewrite the history of Transformers. Mm, there you go. Um. So, I mean, Dane, did you want to start or did you want me to start? Do you want to start? No. Oh, oh Dane, you start. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll start. Just put me. Uh, all right, um, I would have James Cameron uh, direct an X-Men films, uh, actually mm-hmm. while the animated series was still going on. It would probably happen right after he was done with Terminator. Maybe he would make Titanic and this would be his next project afterwards. Um, Mel Gibson was in talks to play Wolverine at some point in the late 90s. He would be my Wolverine. Um, I would still get Patrick Stewart uh, to play Professor X, but I would have, I don't know, the writers would definitely be more in tune with the comics. Um, Maybe writers of Star Trek uh, to an extent or or something like that. Uh, But I take it much more in a sci-fi direction and less grounded uh, right away. And I would start with the original team uh, and by the second movie incorporate Wolverine and probably... I don't know, storm into it uh, for the next movie. But that's how, that's what I would do. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that'd that be a beautiful idea. 
to be completely honest with you. I'd be all for that. Um, actually, we need to figure out a way to rewrite history so we can make that happen. Where's Where's Barry when we need him? Mm-hmm. Um, Going to Gotham, apparently. <laughs> you're an asshole, Joel. Um, do you want to Do you want to go next? Or you want me to go next? Uh, you can go next. All right. So if I'm rewriting history, you guys know there's only one franchise in the history of geekdom that I despise with every ounce of my body, and that's Transformers. Um, I am literally going the direction of Guillermo del Toro to do a Transformers remake for me. And I am... Or start it, you mean. Or start it, sorry. I, I apologize. To start my Transformers franchise. And to be completely honest with you, I'd go Tom Holland as the kid. Instead of Shia. It's the Shia. So Tom Holland would be like 10? Yes. Yeah, I mean, no, honestly, if you go back to the cartoons, some of the kids are that young. Not all of them are like 15, 16, or even in their 20s, right. So I, I'd be fine with that. Um, and I, yeah, and I think that'd be a better way to go. So it's more led off of the actual robots than it than co-starring with a big name, yeah. like a Mark Wahlberg or something like that. I don't want the co-star. I want the focus to be on the Transformers. You need a big star for Transformers. Why? So you don't need oh, oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I thought you said I do. I'm like, why? It's no, about, it's about no, the robots. You don't need a big star. Um, they're the stars. Yes, they're the stars. That's my point. And I'd have the main villain be um, Unicron. From the from the from get. the get from the Whoa. get from the yeah, get. Like, and mainly because <laughs> mainly because what I'd do is I'd save Megatron as this huge big bad. Like this huge, huge, huge big bad. bigger than Unicron, though. Only, only reason why I want to do that is because I, don't, I wouldn't want to do Unicron like how they do Thanos and how they're going to do Darkseid and stuff like that. Mainly because once they battled Unicron, that was it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if, if that's going to be the, the main purpose anyway, as a one-off villain, have Megatron be more of your Thanos or Darkseid. To where Starscreen can lead a team that Optimus and the guys have to fight, and then Megatron turns out to be your big bad from Optimus's prime. I mean, from his uh, his past. Sorry, <laughs> from his past. I'm sorry. Um, so I, I'd have Guillermo del Toro lead this project with a young Tom Holland, with the main bad being Unicron to start. I got you. My bad. Well, all right. So mine is a little. I'm touching two bases here if I'm rewriting history. Uh, And it starts with Arrow. It starts with the Arrowverse because what they started obviously blossoms into what we got now, and it's been incredible what we've gotten since. But they went in a direction I I didn't agree with that in the beginning. Now I'm okay with it. I've I've grown to love it. I still love it. I never disliked it. But I I would have went in a different direction. Yeah. So I like the idea of the movie characters being the A-list characters mm-hmm. and the TV characters being the B-list characters because right. B-list characters don't get a lot of love. No. So I would like to see them get some shine. Mm-hmm. So Arrow started it off. I'm like, well, there you go. That's a good B-list character to go start with. And then the next one, instead of the Flash, I probably would have went a different direction because I right. think Flash would have just went to the movies and not on television. You know what I mean? In my wow. opinion. Wow. Okay. Okay. You know what cool. I'm it, yeah. have been, it should have been a television show. Okay. It should have been a movie. And then, to me, TV should have gotten another character. Because you could technically do what they're doing with The Flash with Firestorm, in my opinion. Basically, in its own way. Maybe not the whole multiverse thing. You could probably figure out you could finagle and do that thing. Time travel would probably not be so simple with Firestorm. But what I'm saying is the whole thing they're doing now with Star Labs and all the characters, most of his 
supporting cast could be transferred to Firestorm, and you wouldn't know the difference because a lot of the Flash show was made up for the show. Right. You got what I'm saying? The only thing that's, that's is canon is Iris. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not just Iris. Is well, also, Killer this goes real. It's just that he's not a Flash character. Right. Killer Frost. Killer Frost is the Firestorm villain. Right. You got what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of that, they, they, they took a lot from Firestorm and put it in, in Flash. Not that Firestorm has a giant thing. Right. Like Arrow, it's very small, so it's mm-hmm. harder. That's why Flash was an easier character to adapt. I think Arrow's smaller than Firestorm. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. They don't have much of a villain, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you outside of Merlin, you have to really start digging. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, B-list characters, like Firestorm, and like a lot of the characters they introduced are B-list mm-hmm. characters. But I'm saying, if you focus, I wouldn't have probably focused on... And maybe Robbie Amell, who was Firestorm, could, that could have been his show. You right. know what I'm okay. saying? You yeah. could have used Grant Gustin for something else. Like, in the CW version. I don't even know what he would have I know. It's hard to think about it now, because yeah. he's the Flash in your right. eyes. So, uh, I was just saying, I'm not saying get rid of him completely. I'm just saying you'd probably use him somewhere else. Maybe use him for the movie. Or maybe use him for the yeah, movie. That's not a bad option. There you go. See, I didn't even think of that. So, yeah, you could do that. And you can, in the movie verse, would have been the, eight, the Justice League. Right. And the TV would have been... The supporting Justice yeah. League characters, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I would. That's how I would have rewrote history there. Uh, for the CW. For universe. the CW universe, right? I like it. Dan, I, I, what do you got? I like that idea too. Um, you know, and not only that, but I've I've always been like this. I'm fine with where they what they did. DC's known for having a multiverse, but if the television shows were just connected with the movies, and you just brought Grant Gustin to the movies, I would have been completely okay with that, too. If, like, certain characters got television shows and they did it a little bit different and they had no problem connecting mm-hmm. it, um, I know tones wouldn't have matched and shit like that, but they could have fucking found ways around that. We would have already had Flash established by now. Arrow would have been a valuable threat who's younger than fucking Batman. Both of them are great at their roles. There's so many great characters that they do that we really, you know, I mean... Even Ezra Miller as a Flash, I like Grant Gustin's portrayal. I know that I have to see them, obviously, in character, but Grant Gustin just is Barry Allen to me. So, to me, I would have loved to have seen that, too, it just kept it as one universe and had a little more faith in your directors, your showrunners, and your product in general. Uh, but uh, here's two that I thought of while you guys were talking I wanted to throw out there. The Wachowski siblings doing an accurate portrayal of Dragon Ball Z. And also Stephen King doing an, or not Stephen King, uh, Stephen Spielberg doing an accurate rendition of uh, Avatar, uh, whatchamacallit, The Airbender. Ooh. Who was the director you said? Stephen Spielberg. Stephen Spielberg, you said? I don't know. I like that, too. I don't know. I'm trying to think of how, what, how beautiful you, that'd be. Well, considering what they did with Speed Racer, I'd I definitely consider it. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? I love those directors, but please don't use that. But the visually, what okay, they did. Visually, okay. Yeah, I'm just saying visually. That movie was pure shit. I mean, and I don't know who to blame it on, one or the other, yeah. or both. I'm saying that visually, visually it was pure shit. I don't, visually, think, it was I don't think it needed to be completely CGI. That was, no. That was a little, I agree. Or it was overkill. I agree. Um, but the car looked good. You know, like, I didn't know the whole weird. It was weird. It was a weird it's fucking movie. Weird. Yeah. They did a lot of things right, but they also did a lot of things fucking weird. <laughs> not not the anything I really liked. But. Dane, you wouldn't think Guillermo could, could take a better shot at, at, at DBZ? You like Guillermo. Oh, absolutely. No, no, but no, no, I actually, no. I th- only, only. Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I think that he could do a great job with DBZ. I would love to see him do, and I've said this for a long time, direct the Gargoyles movie, like a one that's based oh, on a cartoon. God. I think that yeah, he would Gargoyles. destroy 
ah. that mythology and make it his own. Um, it just incorporates so many things that he likes. Bring Gargoyle. Am I wrong? Am I wrong for thinking what, what's the main character's name in Gargoyle? Goliath. 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 Am I wrong for thinking Idris Elba was meant to be that character? Absolutely. Man, I'm more excited. Stop. It's never gonna happen. Insane. Have you? And the girl that he uh, that he was in love with, I think Zoe Zaldana could play that character. Could she could? There's a lot of sure, girls you could sure. pick for that. Definitely. Little. Oh, um, Elisa yeah. Mazda, Elisa Mazda, yeah, yeah, hell yeah! Wow, so mm, this yeah. has been a hell of an episode. That show was awesome. Did, do you guys? Damn, do you guys have any other ideas? Do I have any other ideas? Um, to rewrite history, you mean? Yeah, before I, I yeah. keep on going or. Hmm. Go ahead. Do you have any ideas? Um. Damn. I think I had one, but I now I think I forgot it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm so. I'm There's so, always like, I mean, something. I want to see a Sailor Moon uh, live action. I want to see a Sailor Moon live, live action. action. Yes, absolutely. I want to direct CBZ. <laughs> Give me the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. Give it to me. I can finish. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Oh. I, that at all. I, I think where they went wrong was they they let Americans direct that movie. Well, it was this dude. What the fuck it. was that movie? It was so bad. Like that movie know. was I a slap in the face. Since it, was, since it was created overseas, I thought they should have handled the entirety of that movie. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's things you can do so it's more diverse, but at yeah. the same time, what the fuck was that movie? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was Dragon what Ball fuck? in teenage form, yeah, and they, they, it, it was so stupid. I don't get it. Kamehameha. Can Why the they fuck all should would have been Asian? Cool? They all should have been Japanese too. They just should have. Yeah. It just, they didn't even have to all be. Know, Asian. You just have to like. You got to cast right. You yeah, know. You got to cast way better. Why than haven't that. they? Yeah, have on. they made a Japanese version over there? Like you know, from a, no, uh, no. a production company over there. Why? No, because I mean, it'd that, be awesome. Because that is a movie. Like, um, that is a movie that's really hard to produce. So I think a lot of people are just nervous at taking a crack at it, and unfortunately, what is it? What's our that movie? Hustle. Was that myth? Yeah. yeah. Or um, uh, what the hell, uh, Corruption Tiger? You get a director like that, you'd think that they'd be able to fucking really, you know, zone in on. I I have no idea what the fuck those movies were. They were so bad. Ugh. I agree. Oh, that, was a, that was a shitty absolutely. way to like. Yeah. End. Yeah, I love DVD. That was, that was I would a great way to, to like send it. off. It's terrible. Now I'm upset. <laughs> like. Oh, uh, Dragon Ball. But, I mean, I would love to see Gundam. Like, the Gundam movie. Oh, my God. No, stop it. We need at least a good Voltron before we think about I Gundam. I like Gundams. I've always we liked need that. For, you know what we need? Dane, this is the last thing I'm going to say. No more. And I think this will All really right. excite you guys. Before Voltron, give us a big O. That movie would wow, be big very O's. great. Yeah. And J.J. Abrams can not only knock that out of the park, but make that into a huge franchise. I can't say it before it. Voltron. No, no, make it before Voltron. Mm. Only because if J.J. Abrams doesn't do Voltron and that's a hit in the miss, oh. we've not had Transformers be a hit in the miss, and now we've had because if Big O, if so Big O's a hit in the miss, nobody the will think about it because Big O isn't this huge franchise that you remember from back in your childhood. Yeah. Uh, Voltron is, and Transformers are. So Big O won't have all that that um, what do you call it? Um. Shit, I'm trying to think of the Big word. Big O wasn't his mainstream. Right, it wasn't his mainstream, so not a lot of people will go, well, this has to be perfect. Only, like, a short percentage of us will really have oh. high expectations for that. But Big O is where you need to go because that Big could awesome. be perfect. Because yeah. that's, that's Bruce Wayne meets Gundam. Yeah, basically. Yep, 
Really and that, that would be done so perfectly. But I'm sorry, Dan. Go ahead. I just wanted to throw Big O out there. No, I, I love that so, idea. I wish that another another character I wish I could get a badass director is um, Samurai Jack. I wish that someone could really do that. Epic ass I'm going to be completely honest. I thought Rain would be perfect for um, – for for Samurai oh, Jack yeah. being Sam being Samurai Jack, Ooh. Rain would be perfect. Rain? Yeah, Rain. You remember oh, Rain Ninja from Warriors. Ninja Assassin? Oh yeah, he was Ninja Assassin. That's what yes, it was. was. That was a badass movie. Okay. That was a great movie that I still to this day on. Hey, hey. How the hell we don't have a part two? What's uh-huh. that? What's those movies? Oh man, The Raid. Those directors should do a Samurai Jack movie. That would be pretty badass. Well, Absolutely. I don't know if he's going to do that. Well, Rain. Yeah, that would be that would be a lot. That would be really cool. With Lauren Fishburne and Raku. We've been talking for so long, we are actually about to hit the minute mark. So um, you guys uh, sign off real quick, and then I'll end the show. This has been a great show, guys. Um, Can't wait for next week. And so everyone knows, Nick couldn't be here. Caitlin um, couldn't be here also. And Kanan is on a short vacation. So for a few weeks, we won't have the the whole team. But by like mid next month everybody will be back, everybody will be whole. Short and we'll sweet. be full steam ahead. It was short and sweet today, man. Everybody yep. got their pains in. It's all good. We held it down though. We held it down. Yes we did. Dane, we held it down. Did we help did we hold it down? We did. We held it down. We definitely held it down. And like always we produce one hell of an episode of Geek Vibes Live. I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves out there tonight. Enjoy your Saturday and definitely hit us up next week from eight o'clock until ten o'clock. You guys you? have a good one. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.